another episode of Beyond the Mix podcast. This is your host, Herman Hildo, a.k.a. Halu Halu, and I have my homeboys with me. First, let's start off with Cygnus, yo, then yo, Corby, yo. and then we brought another one. We oh, brought we Tim back. Go ahead, Corby. Or go ahead, uh, Cygnus. Oh, <laughs> we tried to have a structure there. Uh, what's up, everybody? Welcome back. Corby, you're next. Hey, what's up, y'all? Welcome back. Tim? Tim? What's going on, everybody? <laughs> Good to be back chatting some music with you guys. This is yes, sweet. we got Tim, a.k.a. Sunrays, back in the podcast with us. Uh, we had such a good time uh, last time recording. Um, we're like, man, let's get Tim back on. So I'm really happy that you came back with us, bro. Hey, I just appreciate the opportunity. It's good to, to chat with some good people like you guys and teach them, you know, give our advice about music and stuff like that. It's good stuff. Oh, for sure. For sure, I, I really enjoy you, talking about you. music. Oh, absolutely. Um, so yeah, so uh, again, my name is Herman Hildo. I, I I run the record label Ruta Kingdom Music, and I'm also an artist under that label, uh, Halu Halu. And you know, we just try to do good things here with the podcast and talk about your music, um, talk about the latest news, and, and just talk about the things that are going on in our little spin and what what we think it all means just because um this music industry is constantly constantly changing and we've got to keep up with the times so we 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 do our best to try to decipher all of that for you but um i first i want to i want to get into i want to get into some uh record label news right for root to kingdom music uh today uh we have uh my release uh uh, today, October 23rd, you're going to hear this on Tuesday, but today we're recording on Friday, October 23rd. Today, uh, my release, uh, Worlds Apart, is here. So uh, give that a spin on Apple Music, Spotify. You can go on on my webpage, www.rutakinan.com forward slash halu halu, um, and you can listen to my, my catalog there. And then we got my homeboy, my homeboy Peaceable. Yes, Corby is in the house. He has a release at the same time as me. No stress. So no make sure you stress. no stress and you oh. listen to that song. Give it a spin. I'm gonna put I'm gonna put all of uh, the information in the show notes, so you can just go ahead and click on the music link, and you'll get right to his page. And also on the thirtieth, on the thirtieth, we have Nightmare being released. Yes, the oh. day before Halloween, Nightmare is being released, and it is a jumping song. So make sure you add it to a playlist nice. to your dance house and get your feet moving. Also on Halloween, yes, we said again, a special release, Saturday special release, Halloween, All Hallows Eve Part 2, Cygnus is in the house once again, be sure to add that to your playlist. Yes. It's the remix. (laughs) Oh, yes. Okay, guys, uh, so this is the segment of the show where we kind of just throw it anywhere, but I got two words for you. Oh, no. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know what to do with that. Whose birthday? Oh, Corby, what the heck, bro? Is it your birthday? Dude, really? It's on the 25th. Oh, that's right. Oh, I don't, I don't even on, remember. I, would, I don't even know what day it is, bro. I, I, don't, I don't even know the date dude, or anything. You should know because, 
Bro, we always, I always banged in on, I remember I always banged in on, my, on the day off and we would go hang out on my birthday. <laughs> oh, man. I feel yeah. like crap now. We all forgot. Oh, dude. Happy birthday. Yeah. Happy early birthday, yeah, Happy man. birthday, bro. Thanks, yeah. Thanks, oh, man. man. I, I had to remind Corby of the single like, was releasing, so. <laughs> that... Well, you guys didn't even know. That kind of made me feel really bad, so I'm going to leave. <laughs> oh, dude, no. The host. To be, to be fair, I, di- I didn't even know it was October, honestly. <laughs> we're all we're all I'm, just in this daze. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. I didn't see, like, a big it. Twitter, it's your birthday with the balloons. Bro, oh, I feel like I birthdays suck. stop mattering after you hit a certain age. So it's like, <laughs> yeah. oh, my God, whatever. 30's <laughs> that still. age. I'm yeah, still I think 30. So. <laughs> yeah. I'll be 30 for the uh, rest of my life. <laughs> 38. I'm 38. just I'm 30 forever, bro. <laughs> I'm yeah. sticking to it. <laughs> well, hey guys, this is episode 12. Yes, we made it to episode 12, and this is called <laughs> Did You Hear Me? <laughs> oh Lord. Did you hear me? So we got to try to say, did you hear me throughout the podcast? We got to throw happen. it in there and it'll hopefully, happen. hopefully it'll stick. Like who so said my name? Me? Who done said my name? <laughs> or uh, yeah. stick around. <laughs> Remember that episode yeah, right. one, Swordsenegger stick around. <laughs> so in this episode, guys, I, I want to, um, me and Tim were talking, um, I believe it was yesterday. And we, let's, let's talk about. Um, let's talk about playback, you know, as being music producers and artists, you know, a lot of us, we, we create our own music or perhaps we're just, we're music producers. Let's, let's talk about playback. What types of headphones do you use or do you use, um, uh, monitors like, like, you know, like the speaker monitors or do you use over the ear headphones and what type? I use, let's get into that combo. I use both. I have some, I have a pair of JBL um, monitors nice. yeah, that I use. And then I use, um, these headphones. I got these AKG K240, uh, head, headphones that I use. Mm-hmm. So I'll, I'll do like, you're talking about like, if you're trying to listen to your own stuff or like, you know what I mean? Like when you're producing music, like mixing, yeah, I think he means for production. Yeah, because we should be using two. We should be using different types yeah. of headphones. Yeah, I use so, those, and then I use my car too. Yeah, like oh, I'll okay. go out and play in the oh, car cool. too. Yeah. What about when you? What about when you record and you mix? What What kind of headphones do you use, Corp? That's what I use. Do you like the, oh, over the ear? Yeah, AK AKG uh, K two forty headphones. I, I don't. Oh, well, they're just th- some headphones. Those are Ruthie picked up. Those are close back, right? Yeah. Those are closed back? Okay. What about you, Tim? What you got, bro? I do the Audio Technicas. I'm not exactly sure of the model, to be honest, but um, <laughs> they're pretty solid over-the-ear uh, closed backs. Okay, so you use that for mixing, huh? I do, yeah. It's probably not Dude, the most ideal. I don't know if it is or not, but no, I'm, le- actually, I'm learning a lot about headphones right now. So Actually, Audio, audio Technica is phenomenal. That is what I use. And I have like $400 uh, headphones that... That I'm like, dude, what the heck? And the Audio Technica was only like sixty bucks, but it's for me. It is just a, a a great a great tool in the studio to mix to mix music. Just because it's yeah. it's so like it's so um, noise canceling and and it's like twenty hertz to twenty thousand or yeah twenty thousand hertz. 
So it has that range of, of the human hearing. Mm-hmm. So I really like those ones. And I have different types of headphones. I'm like a big headphone dude. And dude, the Audio Technicas for me is the best for mixing. Yeah, I've always and, I've always thought them to be real real good quality. Oh, for sure. Um, d- just to be specific, guys, if if you music producers are out there, you want to get into uh, music production and you don't want to break your bank. Listen, guys, you don't need to spend eight hundred dollars on headphones. I have done that. Don't do it. You don't need to <laughs> do no, it. It's a get waste these. Of time. Dude, get these fifty nine ninety nine uh, dollar headphones. Uh, it's Audio Technica, the ATH M M two zero X, and I, I'm gonna put the link in the show notes on on Sweetwater. You can get it on Sweetwater, I believe, for like forty nine ninety nine. That's where I get all my equipment from. Um, yeah, Sweetwater's the best, and, man. Sweetwater is awesome guys yo shout out to sweetwater for just being in the corner of all the musicians and cutting those prices so we don't have to spend like a million dollars on studio equipment so big ups to us sweetwater for sure um, not to mention the quality of their of their products dude. are phenomenal like you know yeah pe- people are afraid to you know, order guitars online and stuff like that but i've i've ordered like four guitars from them and they've all been Im- immaculate like the right. setup is great, nice. everything. Right. Cool. I've never actually ordered, but I've been looking at the site recently, just looking at DJ stuff. Man, they got everything. I wouldn't be worried about ordering. Plus, they give you a card with zero percent interest, and you right. the payments are low as long as you're paying them over a year. I mean, they're just great. And they have great customer service too. They'll um, call you literally after you oh, order. They, dude, they give they you a actually, phone call. I've never yeah, answered somebody, the phone call, but they call you. Somebody emails <laughs> you and tells you, "Thank you for ordering it." And, and it's not a, it's not a random automated email. It's actually a real person that emails you. And oh, like cool. like Corby said, they will call you. They will email you. Say, "Hey, man, how did you like it?" And when you call them, if something happened, like for instance, I bought my MIDI controller there, and I had did the update. I had did the update for the my Apple Mac, and at the time the MIDI controller was not it was not working at that time just because um, it didn't read the the Mac. Well, anyway, um, so Sweetwater was like, "Hey, we're gonna get that info for you," and like I want to say like a week later, I was able to get back in the studio and and get it working just because nice. the, the program has to be able to read on 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 whatever device you're using. So I was kind of panicking because this is what I do. You know, I was like, I don't have my MIDI controller. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. yeah Not only that, that I don't know if it's the same for you guys, but it's the same, the same dude has called me for like six years. Ken, yeah. His name's... No, for real, is it the same guy? I have this one guy, his name's Ken Nance. I've never talked to him, but yeah. the dude emails me out of the blue and is just like, hey, bro, how are you, you know, how you doing? How's your stuff? And it's like, I bought this like five years ago. You're still asking me about it, but... <laughs> Dude, but you know, awesome, like, cool. Though. No, it is. I, I'm not wanting to like. I don't really like over customer service. Like people bothering you overly. You know, like when I purchase something, I'm happy. Like leave me alone. But I find it kind of you know nice. Mm-hmm. Right. That's cool. No, I I I agree. Customer I service agree. is like, everything. Yes, it, it is, is, man. It Absolutely. is like you don't want to deal. You don't want to deal with some dirt bag, bro. Like, yeah, you you want to do business with somebody who's cool. Yeah, yeah, 
Yeah, man, especially if you your own business, bro. But Sweetwater, they are phenomenal. I, I love them. I get all my equipment from there. I trust them, and they are fast. And I know that if something happens, I can call them and be like, hey, look, what do I do? Or, hey, look, this is broken, and they will fix whatever you got now granted you can't go and break it and be like oh i should have got a different one they're gonna know about it bro <laughs> but, well, it's, but you know speaking on that if you don't like it they'll take it back like if you buy oh, something sure. and you're like yeah that's oh, not that so you have i forget there's a window uh, like a good window like a month or two something like that and if you don't yeah. like it you just send it back and say i don't like it and they're like cool well i was referencing because i knew a musician that would literally break their stuff. And I don't know if you remember the stories, Core, but they would literally <laughs> oh break their God, stuff bro. to go I send know. it back to a guitar oh. center. You know what yep. I mean? And, dude, that's dirty, bro. I don't, know a guy that This is the, that. This is the same guy that sanded down a Squire and tried to sell it as a Strat, though, <laughs> and repainted it. <laughs> no, it was a Yamaha. Oh, it was a Yamaha. It was a Yamaha. That's right. Yeah. Oh, my God, oh, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. That is yeah. You forgot about wow. that. Wow. Yeah. It's, I, I wonder if somebody ever bought that. that. Like that. He literally sanded know. down a Yamaha and I repainted it and I think changed the pickups and tried to sell it as a Strat. Right. Yeah. Oh yeah. We, we we all worked on it because we remember we oh. bought the pickups and we're like, oh yeah, let's. Yeah. Now we find out it's a conspiracy. <laughs> yeah. you, did, you thought he was just trying to read like just rebuild like, like a shitty guitar right. yeah. and lo and behold he was trying to sell it as a strat yeah it's crazy yeah so that's what that i'm saying sucks. don't go break their stuff if you don't like it just give them a call say hey yo guys i, I messed up i don't like this can i get another one and, and they'll gladly get you a return on it you, know, you gotta do is talk to them and make sure you you don't you know you don't miss that window so check your equipment guys when you buy new equipment make sure you check it um but yeah, uh, getting back to um, headphones. So guys, there's two types of headphones out there for you new music producers, or maybe you've been a music producer and you just didn't know. There are two types of monitors. You got closed back and open back. Okay, so closed back is basically um, the the ear. The ear is closed off, right? So no sound can get in which is perfect for mixing because you want to hear every single detail or even perhaps recording, you can actually use closebacks for recording as well. That's what I do. Now on, yeah, on open backs. Now open backs allows the, the natural sound to come in to your ears while you have it over, over your ear. So it's like they got like little tiny holes so sound and, and the sound waves can also meet your ears. Now for me, that is perfect for mastering, mm-hmm. right? But... Um, what I do is I'll I'll master on on the closed back, and then I finish off the final master in open backs. That way I I hear it. And just like Corby said, he he says something that hit the nail on the head. When you're done recording your music, do not just rely on your headphones, on, yeah. on whatever headphones that you got to to sample your music to play back your music. Do at least three sources of audio. Go into your car. Do do the do the speakers on on your laptop. Okay. Do headphones. I do five. I do five sources of audio. Um, so even when when Gary sends us right. his music, and I gotta master it, or if I do gotta master it, lately I haven't been, but if I do gotta master it and, and get the levels to industry standard, I always do 
five uh, different audio sources. And that's just a good rule of thumb because how, how much music you have out there and why do we do that? Well, we do that because not every headphones or sound audio device is, is wired the same way. The ohms may be different. What, what the impedance is. The impedance is basically the ohms. Is it, is it 37 ohms? Is it 48 ohms? Which basically means uh, the wiring. Okay, so it's like the, the wiring in and the wiring out. So it has better frequencies, if that makes any sense to you. Um, and then look at the hertz. What's the level of hertz that you're buying, right? And again, don't go breaking your bank over your headphones. You don't need to do that. Like me and Tim, we use Audio Technica. Okay, it's an awesome brand, Audio Technica. Go Definitely. get you a pair for like fifty nine ninety nine, dude, and boom, get started. I'm not a music producer, you know. I, I, I obviously you know that, but I don't do any of that stuff. But as a listener and somebody who makes music, you know, um, what I found the to be the biggest um, advocate for using more sources is bass. So like Mm -hmm. if I I remember, I I forget what song it was, but I was, I wasn't using like the three or four sources and I, the bass wasn't coming out. And I was like, you know, turn up the bass, turn up the bass. And then I went and turned on the car and it was like (sighs) overpowering. Like, yeah, dude. And it was just like vibrating and all jacked up. And I was like, whoa. And then I realized, like, I forgot what I was listening on. But anyways, um, yeah, that's a good point, man. Because if you don't, then by the time it gets around to other sources, something's going to be super distorted and jacked up. Mm-hmm. As a listener. Bass. bass, if you go anywhere from lower than, you know, 50, uh, 50 hertz, you're not really going to hear it. You're more so going to feel yep. it. So. Yeah. so so producers when you're out there very very little um movement on your on your eq bands is is all you really need right you don't you don't need to up it like you don't need to up it like like plus oh three God. decibels and you're like oh i don't People hear it. well yeah you're not gonna hear like, it <laughs> oh look visually it looks okay <laughs> but um yeah. no yeah and that bass is like <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I know people like bass and they like bass to like rattle the speakers of their car when they pass you. Right. And you're like, oh my God. For certain stuff, yeah. But like, it depends. Yeah, yeah for certain, certain stuff. stuff. You just can't do that all the time. No. <laughs> no, it'll, it'll literally ruin the song, you know? Yeah. I like to Because then all you, that's all you'll be able to hear. Well, unless you're specifically in that genre. That's what I'm saying, um, yeah. Like Deep House. I can only handle that music for so long. Yeah. Like, I just got done with the client doing Deep House, and I'm like, oh, my ears are boom, 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 boom. I was like, oh, man. (laughs) Like, it's too much already. Yeah, I can't can't listen to, like, Skrillex for, like, two hours at a time, you know? How dare you? I love me some Skrillex. How dare you? I love Skrillex. I know, I'm I'm going. Get out now. Actually, I, in (laughs) fact, quit EDM this moment. Cygnus has resigned. (laughs) I'm sorry, Skrillex. (laughs) I guess I'll go make punk now. Oh, yo, I listened to that album, Herman. You did, the Machine Gun Kelly. Oh, I gotta admit, dude, it's so good. I told you. Can we get one episode without MGK? Bro. Oh, <laughs> I did it. I doubt it's it. my no, fault. You meant that, bro. Who done said my name? <laughs> <laughs> He's cool. <laughs> uh, I'm always rambling on about MGK. 
I thought I would give it a listen. You know, I was like, the man keeps going on about it. And it was really good. I, I listened to it, too, honestly. It was really good. Because, yeah, because Herman kept saying it, so I, I threw it on. It was cool. Well, it was cool. I like it because it was produced by Travis Barker. And if you didn't know who he is, he's the drummer for Blink-182. Really? And he's just, yeah, he's Dude. just been around I love for Travis. years. And so you can hear... You can hear that 2000s uh, genre type, you know, the, yeah, the, yeah, I the heard pop that. punk in it. I love it, man. And you, know, you got Green Day. so much, Yeah, dude. Sum 41. Dude, Simple uh, simple Plan, uh, Blink-182, man. Dude, I miss guy, that. Bro. Honestly, I miss that I style of punk. Age, that little bro. pop punk or whatever, yeah. That was, yeah. Yeah. They, they, like, that was some good music, dude. Ska. So I want to try to do that for our band, Corb, for Stuck in Consciousness. I really want to try to create that 2000-type pop punk. We like, need to I get, really want to write a song like that. We need to get guys. Tom DeLonge. Yeah. Can we get Tom DeLonge <laughs> out of retirement or what, dude? Yo, oh, I want to hear some ska out of you guys. Oh, I know yeah, you can do, do it. it. It's so similar. <laughs> I, I want to hear it. Inch, 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 inch. Come on, I want you to go like boss tones on me here. <laughs> I, 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 I would love to make some sublime type ska just for fun. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Me too, Corb. We, we should do that. Like, uh, um, we're working on our new song right now. And in fact, Corby, I just bounced it to you. Did you? So, yeah. So, like, if, if you can just do your guitar. Because I did a guitar in there. I don't know. I'm not really married to the way it sounds, but I, I do need to. Um, I do need to redo it. Hey, guys, so if you didn't know, if you're in a band, you don't have to be living next to each other to be in a band. Oh, no. Like, Corby is in SoCal. I am in Northern California. And so we write music, and I just bounce it to him, or I share it to him. And and he does his thing. He bounces it back, or he shares it back with me. And what does bounce mean? Bounce means that basically whatever the recording you have, you you turn that 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 file, whatever. If even if it's a FL Studio or Logic Pro Ten, you turn it into an actual MP3 file or or some type of listening file. So that's what bouncing means. Export and we just it send it back and forth to each other. Yeah. Definitely, basically an export. Most seems like how most music is made for sure. Now it it is. It is right. Tim's right. Most I don't think most most (coughs) bands don't live anywhere near each other, man. Yeah. um, Can you imagine being in a studio with a mask? Oh, dude, I know. Nope. But you know, I just you know, there's just a lot of kids out there that are starting because I I have a nephew. He's he's in a he's in a band, and and um. I, I didn't know if if he's still playing with them or not, but you know, ever since this COVID nineteen hit, he stopped posting music of them together. I haven't talked to him yet, but um, I just to let you guys know, you don't have to, you know, play together all the time to be in a band, bro. Yeah. You can just you can record your music back and forth. You can even record on Facetime. You, uh, you, I'm sorry, you can even practice on Facetime. Yeah, true. Absolutely, true bounce it out. Zoom, baby. Zoom it. Mm. Oh, yeah, Zoom. That's like a big upcoming. Yeah, it's like everybody's Zoom. using Zoom, bro. My kid Everybody. does have his schoolwork on Zoom, you know? Oh, yeah. It's crazy. Right. Mm-hmm. Business meetings, like conglomerate business meeting. I do my weekly lessons on Zoom. For sure. Hey, do you, Tim? Awesome. Do do you do that? Because um, I have my buddy or my my guitar mentor. He lives up in the San Francisco Bay Area, and I just was talking to him, thinking about 
redoing and starting my lessons again. How does that work for you? You know, I've actually seen it to be pretty effective, to be honest. It's just, it's very similar to being in, like, when I would go into the studio with the guy. It's not much different. Really? You know, I've, yeah. Okay, I mean, good. we can communicate. He can kind of come into my computer and look at some production things and mess around with it and show me some some tips and stuff like that. So I've, I've thought it's been pretty good, better than I thought, to be and honest. And you do all Zoom, right? Yep. Okay, yep. that's encouraging, man, because I was going to start, I was thinking about starting this coming Tuesday with him again. And I was just mm-hmm. concerned about it being all weird, you know? It's not too, yeah, I, I was on the same boat, but oh, with, you know, we've been doing it for, what, four months now, so it's it's pretty normal now. Okay, You're nice. Ton, I'm excited, yeah. man. Tons of people are learning how to do their jobs that way. Teachers, exactly. and doctors, and it, it's not too hard. And it's kind of cool because you can see the person and it's like very human in a way that yeah, like anything like, before one yeah, had been. You know, chatting. Yeah. Chatting. Uh, like uh, when I was still in respiratory school, you know, that's we start we were using Zoom. But um, I was just weird wondering how it worked with, you know, play, like playing guitar and stuff, because I didn't know if it was, you know, like pauses or lags or feedbacks or, you know, any kind of anything weird, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, everything seems to be pretty, pretty back and forth. You know, there's no I didn't see any lag. I'm sure it depends on connections and things like that. But yeah. OK, nice. Now I'm excited. Yeah, man. Do it. Yeah, and it's only going to get better. Because Corby, you've been talking about that for months, going back to. Well, yeah, I was so busy with with my with my degree, and I just there was no way I had time to do almost anything else. But now I have time, so I wanted to get back into it and kind of like, you know, continue to get educated on guitar. You know. Right. Yeah. Always what something to learn. Your craft. Well, my buddy <clears throat> Kyle, he's he's got a master's in in um, music theory. So talking with him is super educational. You know, he's always breaking down theory and why you need to do this and why you need to do that. And then once it makes sense, you just you know you just get better. Mm-hmm. Right. Anyway, sorry. That would all be right over my head. <laughs> <laughs> the old music theory. Right over my head. So to all the <laughs> listeners out there, guys, um, <clears throat> those of you that are just starting your career in music or perhaps you want to get into music, you don't know how, um, as you can see, all of us, we, we still have teachers, you know, we still go yeah. to lessons. And even if you don't have lessons, um, me, in fact, me and Gary the other day, I was helping him with his vocals, you know, yep. uh, I'm, not a, I'm not a vocal, I'm not a vocal He's doing expert. like a vocal training. Yeah. <laughs> He's coaching me. I'm not a vocal expert or, or I don't sing, I don't claim to do, but um, I do know enough theory and, and music that, that I can, you know, regurgitate what my vocal teacher told me, you know, so um, it, it's always good to, to practice. Even if you don't know where to start, just Google it in your local area, you know, and then now you have Zoom. You got stuff like that, like, I know they're going to be expensive. They're usually about $100, but, dude, invest in yourself. Invest, because this is your crap. This is what you do. So you're going to spend money on, like, other stuff, you know what I mean? Um, you spend that money on yourself. Like, you know, don't go to Starbucks for for a month. You know what I mean? Save that money for yourself. Don't, hey, don't hey, go hey, buy hey, frivolous hey, things. Calm down. I know. Man. I love Starbucks. I love let's, Starbucks, let's, too. Let's pick another poison. <laughs> let's, let's pick another poison. How about McDonald's, bro? <laughs> yeah, let's get rid of McDonald's. 
Let's let's get rid of McDonald's, bro. But, lay off, lay yeah. off the ganja. Lay off the ganja for a minute. Nah, 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 nah. never mind, never mind, never mind. <laughs> I have not laid off the ganja one iota of this podcast. This guy. <laughs> this guy. <laughs> Literally. Ugh. But right, yeah, um, you know the the <laughs> my my best advice to all you um new new musicians out there is you're not gonna get any better unless you just do it, right? Um, there's a lot of people that you can reach out to. Like I, I wish that I knew of of people that was willing to help me when I was coming up in music. You know what I mean? And just being able to go out to say, hey, how do I do this? Um. Most of the time, you're going to get people that's going to want to help you, you know what I mean, get you started. So don't be afraid to ask. The worst they're going to tell you is, no, go figure it out, right? But then yeah. when you have to figure it out, you learn to do it by yourself. You can grow. You can even grow more because you did do it yourself, you know? So for And sure. if you're practicing, which you should practice every day if you can, but make sure you are using a metronome. Yes, that's a good one. You, you want to have talk to. what the metronome is, bro? From early on, use a metronome. <clears throat> early on, yeah, yeah, early on. I mean, you could probably explain it better. It's just, it's like a click, you know, click, click, click. It's timing, you know, you set a time, whatever time you want, whatever beats per minute you want. You want 60, 70, 80, it doesn't really matter. Set it to that, and then you start playing and make sure you uh, either stay, whatever you want to play on the on or off, but you just practice with that to make sure your timing Gets in line. The, the click track is a drummer. That's what it, it's basically what it is. It keeps the time of your song, and you make sure that you stay within that. Because obviously, if you don't have time, your song is going to be all, you know, out of whack, and everything's going to be all jacked up. So, I don't know if that was definitely, a good ex- explanation. But. Definitely, definitely always good to start slow too and get the fundamentals down. There and you stuff go, like that, and kind of build point. the speed. A lot of people want to go. I need to play this speed right now, and it just yeah, it doesn't. You know, your form won't improve. You know what I mean? Exactly. Don't start with 120. You know, start with yeah. 60. <laughs> 128. Yeah. And, you know, my, like uh, my boy Kyle used to say, like, it, it starts, it's always better to be clean than fast, you know? So right. if, if you're not. That's good advice. Yeah. Because he, he, when I started playing with him, you know, I, you, know you, you don't consciously want to just rip, like, you know, Eddie Van Halen or something like that. But you want to mimic some things that you like. But it's, it's difficult. So he always used to say, slow it down. You know, make sure your make sure your form is good. Otherwise, your whole thing's gonna be sloppy. So mm-hmm. that's good. Good. Good point, Tim. Appreciate it. Yeah, and and that goes that goes for all instruments. You know, even like when I when I play piano, I still use a click track. I oh, you still have use to, a click man. Track. Yeah, even when I'm producing music, like literally producing music, even though it has the lines and the grids in there for me, I still use the click track. You know what I mean? Because you wanted to to bounce right. You wanted to to get to fill in nicely with your your drum track. You know, so always practice with your metronome. If you can't get one, just go into your phone app oh, yeah. and and go to the it's screen. Free. And be like, hey, metronome. It's, <laughs> it's, it's free, man. Yeah, it's actually free, and you can change the the t- uh, you know four to four, three to four, whatever. You can change anything you want in the there. The time and, signature. Yeah, the yeah. time signature. See. Yes, I'm being yeah. quiet because I don't really use mine at all. I use quantize all the time. <laughs> well, gosh. Well, see, yeah, I, I mean, I, sometimes I use quantize <laughs> too, but um, it's it's 
it's only good for like slightly, you know, just to kind of bring it. Yeah, just to bring it like. Well, I mean, you right in. You guys are working with live instruments, so like I guess it's different if you're working with live instruments. Yeah. Like once in a while, I'll have my MIDI keyboard and I'll I'll actually play the chords I'm going to play if they're like more complicated than drawing them, you know. But um, usually I'll I'll just draw them in and then quantize. And for those that don't know what quantize is, like I can play a uh, let's just say you're just playing a chord progression. I can play the chord progression and then hit quantize, and it'll move everything in time. Mm-hmm. There you go. But yeah, that doesn't right mean that yeah, specified. that doesn't mean it's going to sound okay though. Because if if you're doing depending no, on no, sometimes yeah, it'll mess you up. It'll because <laughs> yeah. you'll have it's one. To, is, yeah. I, I know how to work it because that's what I do. You know, that's my method. Yeah. I don't think that'll work for everyone. It'll, I agree it'll with take you guys. You, to the you closest, should use a metronome. It'll take you to the closest beat. So if you're off yeah. beat and you missed it. The quantize, the quantize will take it to that following beat. So let's just say you're supposed to play on beat, but you're actually closest to the 16th. It's going to take it to the 16th, and then you're going to sit there and try to figure out why does this sound off. Well, and there's so, so many sure options, yeah. dude. There's a one-to-one, one-to-two, one-to-four, one-eighth, right. eight notes, and then you can go triplets yep. and swings. Just like a delay or anything. Yeah, and sometimes, mm-hmm. like, got, um, yes, and, it, and it, sometimes it'll be like, <laughs> it'll just mess it all up, so... It is best don't yeah. use quantize right now, guys. If if and this is to all the listeners out there, um, try to stay away from quantize. Um, just use your click track, and and then honestly, if you can't get it, redo it. If you can't get it, redo it. Like um, don't fall into bad habits where you you sit there and you're playing your instrument and, and you worry. Oh, I'm not worried about it. I'm just gonna hit quantize. Well, you don't have that out there. Like if you're playing live, you won't have quantize. Well, and quantize only works if you're if you're just a little bit off. Like if you're pretty much like right. yeah. obviously Gary, if you're using it, yeah, you're yeah. like pretty much right there. You're I, just kind of using it to just right. slightly. I've been drumming since yeah. I was like six. It just so, slightly cleans it you know, up, man. Like, it, it it doesn't. It, yeah, yeah, it just comes. To if me. you're you can't just be on there just like doing some crazy stuff and then expect quantize just to put everything in the right notes. It's just not going <laughs> to yeah, work. It's gotta it's, yeah, it's got to be. It's got to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's yeah. it's just something to tighten it up. It's, it's not a quick fixer. No, I, I happen to be a drummer and a rapper and like all sorts of different things that like timing is kind of my thing so like quantize to me works but like yeah if you're a new producer don't expect to just like it's not a magic fix-all key no it's just bumping dude it's just a nudge uh, plugins you have to know if you want one sixteenth or you want 16 triplets or you know so you must be on time if you don't have that knowledge going in you you don't know <laughs> so gary must you must your you must your timing is is like right there you're just giving it that one He's tiny little tiny. nudge bro it's just a nudge yeah yeah i do that just sometimes nudge too because nudge like i said <laughs> what's drumming, that? drumming and metal dude yeah. what's that tim <laughs> what'd you say tim i do i do the quantize sometimes too if i'm just drawing like like quick chords usually not if i'm doing like a lead type instrument because that's never going to be perfectly oh, on never. time anyway yeah that but if it's just You're like right, a quick skank true. or chords or something like that or something yeah, that's in the back, it's I, I don't mind like I'll record it in. I didn't even think about that, then, Tim. What's up? He- I cut I didn't even think about that, Tim. I kind of abridged what I just said because you're right with lead instruments. I, I won't quantize. I yeah. do it 
like dun, bam, 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 it's just bam, bam. Yeah. you know what i mean like it's not on the beat it's it's drifting yeah. from the beat so yeah. you're right i use you're it right. for skank and like you know how you're doing skank and like every because like Great. herman said <laughs> herman talked about the lot the grids right like once i do something then I pull up the grid and I make sure that it's always on the line that I want it on. But you know, there's if when you're doing a skank, if you're doing eight bars or ten or whatever, every now and then there's gonna be one that's just slightly off. Yeah. You know, yeah. because it's just the way it is. When you're playing live, you're not gonna notice it being slightly off. But when you're recording, no. you can see it on that yeah, line yeah, yeah. and the O C D and Herman obviously takes over and me too. So you hit quantize <laughs> and then it slides that one or two little <laughs> thing over to be that perfect. Long fraction. Yeah, yeah, and it's like it honestly it's a fraction of a second, dude. Of a note. Yeah. <laughs> one sixteenth of a note. Yeah, so like what <laughs> it's really good for that. You know what? I was really surprised, guys, like a lot of musicians, you know, they'll send in the work. And, and then I go to open it and I examine it and in the editor and their music's off and it's because their drummer's off. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm yeah. like, so I, I'll call and say, Hey, uh, did you, are you off on purpose? And then they're like, no, I go, okay, well I took the liberty. I took the liberty and, and I cleaned you up. you suck on purpose? <laughs> no, no. Because do do? Some people do on that, man. Some people, suck. they're like, Is they some new I'm joking. I'm joking. Uh, <laughs> Because I don't want to be rude. No, I'm joking, like, Herm. Go ahead, this, man. This is off. <laughs> yes. So it just it surprises me that they're like, oh, I didn't realize it was uh, I was off. I was like, oh, dude, you know okay. how if some if sometimes That's, you get in your in your uh, like groove and something's off and you don't notice it and then you, yeah. it just messes everything up. I've done that. I've had whole songs recorded and then I'm going through there <laughs> and then I'm like. I've listened to it like literally 50 times. And then one time I'm like, something's not right here. And then I'll go in there and I notice that I, 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 some, I put something like sometimes when I do skank, right? Like I'll just do like, let's say four or eight bars. If I'm doing, if I'm just doing it all the way through, if if it's just repeating, I'll just do four, eight bars and I'll copy and paste, you know? And then sometimes I'll have different, you know, you have different stuff for choruses and, and, um, verses, right? So I'll notice that I put like, let's say I copied a verse onto a chorus or something and the, the progression's different. And I didn't even notice it until I've listened to it like 30 times. And then it's just, something is off. And then I'll go back in there and re-examine it. So Anyways, that's just a small example of if something gets off and then you roll with it, it can just jack everything up if you don't notice it, you know? Yeah. Definitely. That happens a lot with bands because, like, you're, you guys are playing together. You feel, you know, like, if you got five members in the band, it's like they're one person in a way. You know what I mean? The music right. is coming out of one entity. Mm-hmm. So it is. Like, uh, my, you guys are all connected. Yeah. My, my buddy Kyle. Which is dope. Who, yeah, <laughs> who I don't want to like talk about so much, but he plays in a lot of bands. And I remember he was talking about this one band he ended up quitting because the, he said the bass player, like he, he would play us, you know, like a three hour set. And he said he was just so drained and tired because the bass player would never be in pocket and he was constantly chasing the bass player around and he would be so trying to catch him. He would try to catch him. And and the guy, because the bass player, he said, you know, being a bass player is, is something that is very, the bass players are not, they don't get enough credit, man. Like they, they they are so important and they don't get any credit. And if you have a bass player that doesn't stay in pocket, it screws up your, everyone's like rushing and slowing and it's stressful and it's, and you feel drained and, he just ended up just quitting because the dude, you know, just, it was just too, it was, too, it wasn't enjoyable for him anymore. So 
Right. Yeah. So like like Gary because said, that, it's one entity, man. You got to be all you know connected. Yeah. Because the the bass is in charge of of the groove. Yeah. The the bass is really in charge of the groove. And then you got the drummer keeping the beat. The bassist keeps the groove. And the thing is about the bass is never really in the forward of the music. It's usually kind of in behind, right? But but when it's gone, you're going to notice it. But when it's there, you don't really notice it. It's messed up. It's definitely gone. Yeah. The guitar guitar players and the singers, depending on what genre you're in, they get all the the limelight, but it's the drummer and the bass who carry that whole tune and make you. That's what's making you feel that vibe and vibes that man groove. yeah, yeah. Hey, yeah that, especially in true. reggae they're always underrated them poor bass players <laughs> no so love for the local neighborhood usually, bass player <laughs> bass players are almost always multi-instrumentalists too like oh well, yeah when you think of led you think of led zeppelin most people go right to jimmy page the most legendary guitarist ever which is true and he is dope or they he think is? of robert plant and uh, yeah, he's legendary, dude. That whole like, band, they, dude. Oh my usually, god! Right? Yeah. You usually think about him first, or you think about Robert Plant's vocals first because he was the front man, you know. But you never think about um, not John Paul. Yeah, John Paul. See, Jones, you couldn't even think of his name at first, the, bro. That's you know, yeah, dude. Exactly. Yeah. He's in the background, not only playing bass but playing mandolin and playing um like weird Celtic instruments and, and like honestly, the like, Bonham made that, that band, stuff. dude. He was the, Bonham, the drummer, dude. dude. Drummer. That guy revolutionized they drumming, were all dude. So good, yeah, yeah, he did. You know, they were a, they were also revolutionary, but you don't really think of of uh, John Paul Jones because if you're a bass. musician, dude, I, I would <laughs> highly recommend watching that Led Zeppelin documentary, dude. It, it is so Ooh. interesting, and the way like that band was put together on purpose, dude. They knew they knew from the get go that that band was going to be great, dude, because they were legendary. All those people were legendary in um in they're England, right? They're they're English, right? Yeah. They were legendary yep. in their in that that area, their time, that whole place. I mean, they they were. Jimmy Page has they they were saying if you heard anything in a, like a five year span coming out of like a hundred square miles of there, Jimmy Page played on, even if he didn't get credit for it. Yeah. He was called in to play. Yeah, he was. He was so composer, good. Composer, producer, yeah, he, all sorts yeah. of things. Yeah, he was a guy for hire. He would just come in, play some, yep. you know, cool guitar, and then bounce, get paid, and bounce. You know, before he before he was Led Zeppelin. <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure I saw him and uh, was it Puff Daddy <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> a long yeah. time ago on oh, Saturday yeah. Night Live? Did you say Puff <laughs> they Daddy? Had that you song. saw that too? <laughs> they had that song. Yeah. What was that called? Come to me. Yeah. I'm like, what the. <laughs> Did you say Puff Daddy? Wasn't that for? Did you say P Diddy? Yeah, I think it for was. For Godzilla was it Diddy? or something. Or... It was Diddy. I think it was now. a Batman movie, bro. <laughs> I don't think they say Puff Daddy anymore. I think it's just Diddy. <laughs> yeah, Diddy. <laughs> he's just it's Diddy just... now. <laughs> yeah, for a while it was P Diddy. <laughs> been a lot of changes. We're, we're all trying to keep Maybe up. Maybe it's just Did. I actually yeah. forgot he was called it's Puff Daddy did. now that you said that. That's funny. Yeah. Puff Daddy and Mace. You remember when when Snoop Dogg was Snoop, Lo- Snoop Lion for a little bit? Yeah. You know he made a reggae album, right? Yeah, yeah, he did. The he Red did. Light or uh, the Redemption or he something. He made a reggae album? Yeah, he did. He did yeah. It didn't do Yo, so reincar- well. I think it was reincarnation. So well. You know what I mean? Well, have you listened to it? <laughs> it's I mean, it's okay. Like I can't really do it. The the thing is it just looks like he was doing it for clout. 
So in a lot yeah. of the the reggae genre, we're like, what the heck, bro? Well, he's a huge <laughs> reggae well, fan, though, right? I mean, I don't I'm, I don't follow Snoop or anything like that, but he's pretty Rasta. <laughs> he's a no. rapping Rasta a little bit. No. I don't know. He's probably he's probably into the <laughs> reggae scene with his lifestyle somehow, some way, but. Well, like, uh, what's that? Nas. Nas did an album with um, Junior Gong, too, right? Oh, I mean, yeah, I think it was, yeah. like, going kind of going that route. And then at Cali Roots, they're always bringing in, like, um, last... They didn't have one last year, but the year before, they had... Um, um, dang, what's the... I can't... Um, uh, Cypress Hill. Cypress Hill was playing. Oh, dude, at, I forgot Yeah, this. they played there. And then um, this, this Cali Roots coming up, I think Ice Cube's playing. So, I mean, they're kind of... They have... They're kind of trying to mix it up a little bit in there. Well, reggae's always been trying to fight for the limelight. Always well, the dance been trying hall, to get dude. put on the map. Yeah. yeah. And so they're they're moving to dance hall. A lot of the reggae artists, dude, um, are moving to dance hall or to mainstream. Like, look at Revolution. You know, they when I first heard them, you know, they're they're basically California roots reggae, mm-hmm. and now now they got a lot of um, a lot of mainstream sounds. You know, speaking of which, uh, the bass player is my favorite bla- uh, bass player, uh, Marley. Marley, Williams, Marley D. Marley yeah. D. I love that dude, bro. He's he's, he's good, so dude. Good live, yeah. yeah. He's so good live, man. That he's band, though, dude. Name. Like, I'm I'm not a like I like Revolution, and there's you know I've seen uh, I've seen him in concert you know many many times. I, I went to a um, Eric Rockmoney uh, acoustic set. Uh, who oh, yeah. he, he was playing with Kyle Ahern. Who's now? Who was in Revolution? You know the guitarist. And yeah. They. He is that dude. Is he is an amazing, amazing musician. He is a, he's a, an amazing guitarist, dude. And, but they're they they transcend. They're one of those bands that transcend genres. They're they're just good yeah. music. You know, I, I don't listen to them yeah, every yeah, day, sure. but they're just they. It, it doesn't matter. They're just good music. You know, no matter what just you put being them in. able to flow back and forth from genre. I mean, that's that's pretty impressive to dominate dominate the reggae scene and being able to move over to the pop scene you know to me that's that's impressive and we shouldn't be defining ourselves as musician be like oh i only play reggae or you know what i mean it's it's good to get out there like um i like to incorporate in in my music like i take my my reggae background my hip-hop background and uh electronic stuff and i like to just incorporate it into my music you know, and it just gives it that gay in space. Yeah, I, I kind of yeah, you said it. Right. I stand by it, bro. I kind of like that now <laughs> with the, with the kind of California reggae. My buddy just just Goody does that. He's he doesn't strictly stick. He's reggae through and through, and um, you know, lived in Jamaica for a few years and all that That's stuff. Cool. Yeah, but he his music he just he doesn't you know box himself in. He has a song changes right. out there, and it's like an old school. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Like R and B kind of song. Super cool. He's super talented. And another one, Hyrie. Mm. Do you guys like Hyrie? I think I I love Hyrie. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. She does. She's she's the same. She they go their band kind of uh they're reggae but they're kind of poppy too. You know, in some songs and just just good music all overall. You know. I know. I see a lot of the reggae artists doing that now, which I'm I'm really happy to see. Just be because you know um reggae. I, I love reggae. That's that's my roots right there. But it makes me feel good to see other reggae artists branching out to other genres just because it shows that, hey, reggae isn't just reggae. You know, it's a feeling. It's a passion that we have. We want to share with other people, you know? Yeah. So, I, like, well, I just like being able to move genres. Well, and it's like sure. what you what you want to do. Like, why would you not make a song because it's, it's not, quote, unquote, 
in the reggae wheelhouse. If you want to make a song, it's just like when you went to do your um, electronic music, man. I mean, that's what you wanted to do. So you did it and you you enjoy it. You should do what you enjoy no matter what wheelhouse it fits in. Yeah, reggae is very versatile. That's one thing that, that's one of my missions with reggae is to try to show, I think it's very underappreciated in my opinion. And I think that yeah, it's it's it so versatile to every genre, and not a lot of people know that. And I think Marley tried to show that too. You know, you can put oh, anything definitely. with reggae, funk, mm-hmm. R and B, country, rap. Sure. It, it kind of goes everywhere, and and that's what I'm trying to do. Like one and only is a little bit poppy. You know, my yeah. my last yeah, song. Is. So just trying to explore that too with the build ups that I have in there, little EDM inspired, you know, things like that. Nice. Just to show that it can go a lot of places is one of my goals for sure. Bro, I want to do, I want to do a song with you. Who me? Sickness Sunray song. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> yeah. Sunray cool. it sounds yes. dope. <laughs> yeah, I like where you're, I like where you're going with your. With, Thank you, Corp. <laughs> I like I'll have my people your... get a hold of your people, man. <laughs> nice. <laughs> don't um, don't call him, man. Call his people. Don't call him. Yeah. <laughs> well, our our, hey, our, music, <laughs> our music in in uh, Beyond the Mix podcast. If you guys notice that it's electronic fuse with um, it's electronic fuse with with reggae skank. So um, yep. if you listen to the whole song all the way, you're gonna notice that it's like, oh man, it's it's like it's like hip hop. You know, it's like hip hop reggae <laughs> with the electronics. Yeah. <laughs> I stand by it. It's reggae in space, bro. Yes. Yeah. I like it. Yeah, that that's what I'm me. calling it. That's your genre. <laughs> I really, I, yeah, Tim. I really like where you're going with your with your music, man. I, I honestly, dude, I love your music. I, th- I think you keep going, man. I, I think you know you got big things ahead of you. It's oh, for sure. It's super nice. Absolutely, super super. He's got a really good voice too. Like great he put voice, up another great um, vibes. Yeah. Another video on Instagram, dude. Like I, was, I like I like when you do that, Tim, because it like shows your personality. You yeah. know what I mean, most most people get stuck on, you know, being like, oh, yeah, here, let me just link drop and then have everybody follow me. No, nah, man, D- listen, it, this is to all the artists and the musicians out there. But if you're trying to get people to like you, you they're not going to like your music. Exactly. Right? You gotta, exactly. You, you got to pull on their heartstrings and show them who you are. You know what I mean? And, and yo, Tim, you do that. You know what I mean? So you have this big old smile, dude. Your beard's <laughs> always trimmed up, dude. You got some cool looks on, bro. You know, your room is nice and clean. And that's what I'm looking got at, bro. I'm like, okay, look. ginger vibe going on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey. Ginger vibe. Oh, <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. It's just the beard. It's just the beard. I don't want to fall in any ginger categories <laughs> did here. You like, hear me? Ooh, <laughs> I did it. The carpet. Don't match the drapes, baby. Yeah. It's the beard. The beard gets a little red <laughs> in the sunlight. That out. <laughs> oh man! Now I gotta. Now I gotta hit the explicit content. Oh man! But I'm just talking about. Home, home That's funny. Shit. Yeah, but no, like I do feel uh, you, man, because like I think. Excuse me. Finding your people's music is hard to do unless it's being pushed, yeah. pushed by some conglomerate. You know, so. Um, Right. Going out yes. there the way Tim's doing it, it's it's going to bring – people are going to kind of run and come by that, you know, f- like just stumble upon that kind of stuff. And then it's going to lead them into your stuff, and then it's going to lead them into like following and listening and stuff. So that's cool. Super cool. Yeah. Yeah, I set out on a mission, and, and I just started social media literally in May. I really didn't have much before that. Maybe like 
I stopped for like six years of social media completely. I feel you, bro. So I, so I started in May, and you know, I just I'm just trying to have fun with it, but be serious about it. And I don't right. I don't try to show my personality. I'm just trying to put videos up, and I'm glad that you guys take it like that because I never know from my view how it's how it comes across. I'm just kind of doing what I think is right to, like you said, get people to see me and, and maybe have another reason other than my music to hang around for a bit, you know? Well, you got really Definitely. good content. And, and spe- speaking of videos, I want, I want to talk about uh, what Gary's doing, and I'll let him uh, explain it here in a little bit. But um, he had released uh, uh, on his on his Cygnus official uh, YouTube channel, um, he had released a, a cover uh, by David Bowie called Lazarus. Oh my goodness, Gary! Really? I love. Uh, I saw yeah. that yesterday. You covered, I saw that yesterday. You covered awesome. the bow, bro. Because, wow, bro! So I, I think I, the, I the music, the, the instrumental is like two or I three minutes long. But he's like walking. He's like he has his camera on and he's walking throughout his neighborhood. And I thought that was very, very, very smart yeah, because that was cool. you're showing people what you're doing, and then your voice. Oh my goodness, dude! It is phenomenal, you, dude. It is phenomenal. Thank so you, great bro. job, big ups to you, brother, on on that I, video. So it, can I you just tell tried us to the, not mess it up, man. It's the Bowie. <laughs> so what, what are you doing with with your YouTube channel? Let, tell us what you're doing with it and what's your plan with it. Okay, um, so my dad was a DJ. He um. He didn't DJ like live. He didn't mix his own music or anything. He was just an absolute avid music lover my whole life. And when he was like in his late 50s, he decided to like his buddy had this huge collection of all the albums from basically rock and roll history, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, he he learned how to like burn CDs off his buddy. And he was like, oh, my God. So he started making these mixes. And wherever we went, like, if you went to a bar, he'd be like, play this mix. I'll put this one on next. I'll put that <laughs> one. And, like, it, it, it just stuck with me. It made me kind of want to be a DJ years later, you know, thinking back. Um, and there was always singing in my household growing up. So that's why I've got the pipes, you know. My mom sang. My dad sang not well, but he loved to, you know. Like he was like, ah, da 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 da. It was really bad, <laughs> but he was having a great time with it, and he loved the music, and like it was inspiring. And he passed away a few years ago. It's it's not a big deal. It happens, you know. But uh, to honor him, I just decided to sing some of those classics that that like I grew up on that meant wow. a lot to him, that meant a lot to me. So there's some meaning nice. behind your videos, the the covers that yeah, you bro. do. That's nice, cool. Dude. So uh, the the first one I did was Journey Faithfully. That was and, cool. And um, that's actually that's like my mom and dad's wedding song and like their life's theme song. That's and, a good one. Uh, thanks, man. I I just did it because like I was growing up and I heard it and like it was one of the most. There was a lot of hard times growing up, and they were not very good together for most of it but like when that song would be on they would look at each other and like there would be a glimpse that's awesome, you know man. i'd be like so I, I decided to do that song also it's a very difficult song no it doubt. is it's almost it's that's almost out of my song. vocal range i won't even touch that one, like bro. it yeah 
That's it, a it, hard song. It's almost song. like completely out of my range, and because I was just like, I can do this. <laughs> that song, those notes, they're hitting a certain octave, staying on a certain octave, and then it jumps to another octave, and to be able to yeah, land on that note, like oh not even God, climb up of it, you have to, you have to land on top of that note. Mm-hmm. And if you don't land on top of that yeah. note, man, it's gonna ruin the song, and it's a big the name like Journey. Thing. That's like trying to redo a Michael Jackson song. You know what I mean? Which or, 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 <laughs> I or think a Mariah Carey song, ba. But um, I, oh, I love I love what you're doing I with do that. I love what you're doing with your YouTube. Um, I love seeing Thanks, your personality come through. So man, I hope that we can see more of that. That that's what oh, I. Oh, you'll be seeing much more of it. Awesome. I wanted, uh, if you guys watch, I, I show like where I work at. Actually, that's I showed cool, the very dude. best hot dog shop. I walk by it at night. You know. I liked when I'm you were like, sitting down on the steps. I don't know where you were, but dude, it reminds me of like Eight Mile, bro. Like Eight Mile with the it, Eminem. It's movie. basically where I was, dude. I went wow. to the trap. I went absolutely to the trap here in Pottstown to like one of the slummiest parts of it. It's only a couple blocks from where I live. Like I'm not <laughs> on a very good location myself, but like about three, four blocks out is the trap. You know. Right. right, right. <laughs> I, and, like, I don't go up in there much, but, like, I'm not in danger there. People know who I am. And, like, I just walk. And I was taking a recording. That's why I'm kind of, you can see I'm, like, looking around. I'm very alert. Yeah. I'm watching people. Because <laughs> yeah, I'm, man. like, I'm, I'm literally in the trap recording a music video for a song that they're not going to be down with. You know what I mean? <laughs> but, like, I'm doing me. I, I, and that's just, I do that every day. Like, I have to walk to my job. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just the way I be. (laughs) That's so cool. Which is why I also... But you're getting it done. You probably got my my new rap song, man. I I grew up. (laughs) I haven't listened to it yet. I'm excited to listen to it. So I'll let you know what I think. I'll let you know what I think in a little bit. I do like your... uh, On the Nightmare that you wrote, dude, those lyrics are bomb, dude. So oh, you like uh, that? Oh yeah. So I'm I'm assuming your your new rap is gonna be better. Just remember, I remember we were talking, at, uh, um, about your first rap song that you had sent to the label, and I kind of shared with you. I was like, hey man, you need to you need to connect with this more. So I'm I'm hoping we get that in in that new. Yeah, song. I think I might have rushed that one. I think I might have rushed the first one. Oh, you I wrote that in like in a day. Maybe you wrote that one yeah. in a day. Which so. is that's how I kind of roll though, like. Not not really with the EDM. The EDM, it'll be like, it, it's like a sequential process. I start sure. off with one thing. I come back a week later. I come back a week later. Right, so, oh, right. oh, my God, I got a song. <laughs> right. But like the rap, I go in with a concept. Like, usually I just write like, you know, that you guys heard. I sent you and Corby um, just like the drums and the yeah, bass and some of the cool. instruments. And I was like, all right, that's rap, you know, and then like. I put it off to the side and didn't thinking about it. And one day I was just walking and you know, it just came to me. Right. I was like, Oh, 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 pulled up <laughs> an, uh, eight mile style, pulled out notepad on my phone. And That's was like, awesome, <laughs> dude. That's awesome. I'm glad that I you think you're going to like it, bro. Yeah. I'm, 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 I mean, cause rap with... is totally different than EDM. It's gotta like, it's gotta have your past and it. it's gotta be spontaneous. It's gotta, well, it's poetry. You know? I, lo- I love poetry. Mm-hmm. So, it's poetry, yeah. Yeah, man. It's a little dark, though. I'm no, warning you. No, that's okay. You. I'm excited to hear it because if that's your brand, dude, and, and it should be, 
it, it it should be about your life and if that's about your life i'm curious to really get to know you more yeah. through your music so i'm really cool, excited man. to see this shadow brand come to life so i'm actually Yo, glad shadows shadow is linked with cygnus but it's also not like it, it's my dark side you know what i mean I, I said that before but i didn't really like explain like my whole life i would like do weird things that would get me in trouble and like you know i would kind of not be present for it in a way right and like uh, people are always like oh it's the other gary it's the other gary well long ago i learned to call that other gary shadow Oh. And so I've had shadow my whole life, man. Since nice. I was like six years old, my mom's like, "Why'd you break this?" I'm like, "Oh," right. and like I see my kids still doing it too, you know. That's cool, and man. It's kind of like my other self, the person that's been with me. Damn, that's, <laughs> that's cool. That's a cool so story. Like, you're gonna hear some stuff that like it's not Gary. You know what I mean? Like it's gonna be darker. Well, it's music, kinda... <laughs> music should be tell it should but be is I gotta express it, bro. You know what I mean? Tell your yeah. story, like guys. If you're writing music to all the listeners, to all the new artists out there, if you're writing music, tell a story. You know all those emotions that you got going on inside, man. Let it out through through your artistry, yeah. through your music. But um, I, I make I make sickness for other people. I make shadow for me. That's you know? awesome, dude. I love that. That's that's awesome. I, I just want to get that stuff out of me, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I, what do you guys think of my, my YouTube channel, Hello Hello Music, my, um, my music production little tutorials? Did you guys like those? Is it helpful? That's so dope. Yeah, I think you should continue that for sure. Yeah, keep oh, them rolling. Sure. Dude, I learned like six techniques in your first video, and I'm a professional. I, I know I said that same exact line on a tweet, but I'm still standing by it. <laughs> like. It's crazy. And then number two, I learned I learned three tricks. Like even though you're still covering the basics, like I um you guys don't know this, but I, I, I know FL Studio. I I I know FL Studio in and out, but now I'm using Logic Pro. I still have my FL, but I, I prefer Logic now. But I'm new to it. And like watching these tutorials of him teaching Logic, I'm just like, wow, I never thought of that. Whoa, that's where that is, you know? It's awesome, bro. Well, there's yeah, so there's much always... into logic. Sorry, Tim, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, go ahead, go ahead, man. This there's so much going on there. It's it can get overwhelming, right? To me, anyway. You know, and, and I mean, the... I feel the same with any of them. FL Studio is a crazy mess if you don't know what you're looking right, at. But if right. you know what you're looking at, it's an organized, beautiful tapestry. Right. You know. Well, yeah. the the one thing that I did notice about DAW's Digital Audio Workstation, no matter which one you got, it's all basically generally the the, the same. Like EQ is going to be yeah. called EQ. So it, everything works the same way. And that was one thing that I wanted to do with the um, with the tutorial couple. is just kind of show them like exactly like what things do and, and how it's done. Like Logic Pro 10 is really cool because a lot of a lot of uh, new artists think, new producers think they got to go get a MIDI controller. Well, in Logic Pro 10, it's got a built-in MIDI controller that you can actually use your own keyboard as a MIDI controller. And um, I go over that and I believe it's episode two, I think, or maybe it's episode one. Um, episode one, yeah. Is it episode one? But, um, yeah, bro. 
but on I got I already recorded episode four, um, but I'm releasing them like every two weeks. So just to give you guys something to to keep watching and to look forward to. But I'm gonna have more videos coming up for you guys, and you know I, I want to get oh, your. Man. We're Thanks. making YouTube moves. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah I, well, you know what? Um, I, I wanna. I I just I watch a lot of videos, bro. And oftentimes I'm watching it. I'm like, man, like this is for beginners. I mean, they're just using like super super big music producer words that that like I'll use. Scare people but, off. Yeah, but I wouldn't. I wouldn't say it to somebody that doesn't know about music production. Like, like I wouldn't try to explain a compressor to a new person. Like, I'll just, here, let me just show you. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And then I turn this yeah. knob and turn that knob. Now the knee is this. You know what I mean? So <laughs> it took me a while to really get used to using a compressor just because it just looks like a bunch of chaos. But when you actually know what you're doing, um, and he, it, the compressor is actually a, a wonderful thing, you know. For sure. And so that's so useful. Yeah, that's what's what I'm trying to do in my videos is trying to uh, make things simplified for everybody. So, I mean, maybe like if Tim or um, Gary or Corey, if you guys looked at the videos, you're like, oh, well, I already knew this stuff. Right. But um, to the person that's never did it before, they're like, oh, OK, I'm hoping that it could really help them and move them along in, in their in their journey of being a music producer, you know. Definitely. That's awesome, dude. That's helped for me. That my all I can do is push record and stop. Honestly, for the most part. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, I mean, sometimes that's all you need. That's what I started with initially. Yeah, just record and stop. I mean, the more you you do it, and that's what what I always harp on those videos. It just get in there and do it. You know, like I, I used to use uh, a lot of the presets. I don't do that no more. You know what I mean? I delete all the presets and I just I put in my own little flavor onto every song. Um, the song that I'm actually doing in that video, I'm going to release it. Um, I'm probably going to release it like next month or so. I still got to master it. Uh, speaking good, of mastering. Dude. Oh, thanks. Speaking of mastering and, and mixing. Um, I lowered my prices, guys. So if you're listening out there, you need a mixer or a master. I lowered my prices. Um, I believe for one master, I'm going to do it for you for $20. Really? Um, What? Yep. I'm going to do it for you for $20. Yeah, I'm doing it for $20. And you're still going to get the same same customer service that you would get with the more expensive one. And $20. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I just. That's just the master, not the mix, though, right? Yeah, the mix. If you want a mix, Still. I'm gonna do the mix for fifty dollars. Um, and you, know, you could straight charge like six hundred dollars to master oh, one think, song oh, yeah. to someone, and that well, would be nothing. Well, mixing is some people is, charge a grand. Oh my god. <laughs> well, the mixing is a little bit more, guys, and and the reason mixing is a little bit more because there's so many channels now. If you think about it, if you do two dollars per channel and you got a hundred, a hundred plus. 100 plus channels, you're almost up to like $700. But I am going to do yeah. the mix for you per song, the mix for you per song, $50 out the door. $50. And, it, and it, could, it, you know, if you want me to mix it, $50 right then and there. And if you're an EDM artist and you don't know how to mix, let me do it for you. I don't care if you have 200 channels. I will do it for $50. And then I will master it for you for another 20 
I will master your music. And if you do two, if you get two masters and you get this deal, I will do it for you for $35. Two songs for $35. Boom. What? Be careful, yeah. man. You're going to have a line out the down the oh. freeway there or something. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully yeah, you do. Well, yeah, yeah no doubt. Ho- hopefully. Well, I, I really want to help people, man. And, uh, you know, I, I really love being a music producer. And the thing is, um, I, I just I love going in there and making people's day. Like, I, I opened up the music production for free for when COVID-19 hit. I opened it up for a whole week. Man, I was busy that week. I was like, oh, did man, you? hold on. You did all this stuff <laughs> yeah. for free, huh? Yeah, I did it all for free, man. And for for so, for any listeners out there that don't know, the mix is when you say mix and like the mix is where it's at. Like I'm not a producer yeah. and I don't do all that stuff, but the mix the, is the master is just kind of like a polishing right. from from what exactly. I hear. But the mix is what really yeah. brings your song like out and fixes everything and makes you sound decent or good. So if you don't so sound good, good or decent already, is it? Basically, so the mixing... mix is if you've got all these sounds competing. Sorry, Herman, I didn't mean to cut you off. Do what? Oh. Okay. Oh, okay. Yes. So basically, basically <laughs> mixing. <laughs> it's all right, bro. Basically, mixing yeah. is blending all the sounds together, right? So if you have, like, let's say, Corby, he's playing the note of A, right? And then maybe he's got a he's got a violin also playing the note of A. Right. So what happens is and they're playing on the same octave, that's called masking. So what we do as as sound engineers, I'm going to I'm going to make sure I bring up uh, change the frequencies just a little bit like just the bands and make sure that um, the guitar has its own space and the violin has its own space. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And then what exactly. we, we try to use the levels, we try to use the compressors and the EQ to blend all the sounds together so it sounds beautifully. So typically what I do is I, I, ask, I ask my clients, hey, what do you really want to be in the front? And then they say, hey, I really want the guitar to be in the front. And what most people do, since it's their music, they want to produce it themselves and engineer it themselves. They put the guitar too much in the front and they don't hear it because you're typically not supposed to mix or master your own music. You know what I mean? If you do do it, send it to somebody else so that they can review it. Mm -hmm. I send mine to Corby all the time. And I'm like, hey, Corby, Mm -hmm. what do you think, bro? And he's like, uh, it's a little bit too much. It's it's really ear cutting. And, and, you know and if so, you're if you're new to recording, because this happened to me, um, and and Ruthie actually too. So when Herman and I first started recording, I didn't understand any of that stuff, mix and master. I I didn't know. And we would record, and I would I I'd be like, oh my god, like this this just does not sound right. And Herman would say, it's okay, like it's fine. Once we mix it, it's gonna everything's gonna come out and it's gonna be fine. And I'm like, ah. It just sounds horrible. And then they mixed it and it sounded fine, you know? And then, yeah. so, you know, because when all that stuff, <laughs> com- that yeah, here. when all that stuff competes, it just, it makes it sound like a, like a, you know, not all the time. It doesn't, it doesn't happen all the time. So, sometimes, you know, your, your original recording is decent, but it, sometimes it's just everything. There's a lot going on and it sounds like a mess, you know? Right. And Ruthie, right. when, she, when she first started recording with me. She would say, she would always say, I don't like that. I want to redo it. And I'm like, you know what? It's, it's fine. Once the mix comes in, just trust me, you're going to be better. Yeah. yeah. You're going to sound great. And then the mix would come in and she'd be like, oh, okay. You know, and I say, see, you know, it sounds great now, you know, so. And the thing is when, when we get vocals, like, let's just say Corby, you send me vocals to mix for you. I'm not just going to leave it like that. I'm probably going to create a double track. 
and like put one on an octave lower than whatever the vocals is. Take off the bands on the three, four, five, and six bands, which is your 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 mid range. I I close that off. I like close it all off, and that way I'm just gonna it's gonna add another layer of of um of sound and thickness to your vocals and that's typically what we do as music producers and i'm probably gonna get a lot of heat for telling people that because that's like a hush hush secret secret <laughs> don't tell nobody that's but that's that's what we do <laughs> yeah that's a secret <laughs> but yeah guys um it can also yes. do, it can also like help create a sound like i kind of do a lot of different things with vocals i've always been into that kind of stuff like what can i do that's a little different mm-hmm. and it can i think it it's i kind of do a lot of doubling in spots of vocals right and right. i think to me it's kind of helped become a little bit of my sound in a way like it's that it's a little bit sun it's like, a very recognizable sound that you have in actually yeah i tim i love what you do you do a lot i don't i don't like again i don't have the lingo in there but you do a lot of like of um little background stuff with your voice yeah you know what i mean yeah. and it sounds so freaking cool dude yeah. and you're doing like cool, dude. Yeah. off like where I don't, I don't know what you call it so you guys will have to say the technical terms but like where you're singing and then off in the background it's it's like staggered you know what i mean and like echoey mm-hmm. and stuff it sounds i don't know what oh, that's called delay yeah, but it's delay. Is that it's well, I mean, not delay, but like <clears throat> I'd have to give you an example. Like, he, he, you know, you're saying you're singing and then in the background you saying something else. Yeah. And it sounds super cool. <clears throat> yeah. So he's basically just recording another part of the song and just putting an echo on it. And that just adds flavor to to the um, to the primary vocalist, because the thing is, you never want to take away from the vocalist. Right. Mm-hmm. So the backgrounds. The background, uh, the background singers. You should, if you do record them, take off those bands, the three, four, five, and six bands, and that way they're not cutting or taking up space from the primary vocals. Yeah, and you can spread them out too. That's what I do yeah. a lot of times. That's what I, it is. You're spreading it out. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, it's, it sounds. I'll take high, I'll take one. I'll sing one. Like say I'm singing the falsetto harmony or whatever. I'll sing it pan it all you know pretty far out right and then i'll try to exactly sing it again and then pan that out left just so no frequencies awesome. battle with each nice, other dude nice you know so and i've Staging. i've liked that it was a recommendation Staging. to me and i just i just keep doing it i like how it sounds that's good man you guys yeah. are looking for the technical term that's sound staging yeah nice yeah um yeah good job on your on your music man tim freaking i, I love your music dude thanks man just trying yeah, to Cor- just be experimental and have fun, you know. Corby, you too, man. Your um, your music's <clears throat> awesome. I, I love I love your music from Peaceable, dude. Thanks, man. It's fun. Definitely got that Peaceable's up full vibe. Man. Yeah, it's good. I vibes. listen to Peaceable once a day, man. Yeah, that's why I get one stream a day. Thanks, bro. <laughs> yeah, dude, that's, that's, that's the Gary. <laughs> you like got that one more? Vibe, yes. Man. Dude, Spotify yeah. finally it's, gave me one me more listener, dude. <laughs> Spotify <laughs> finally hooked me up, bro. I was like, wow, thanks, guys. Oh, <laughs> uh, who is it? Do you know? <laughs> I, don't, I have no idea. I have no idea. Oh, man. But um, I wanted to take this time to give a shout out to one of my friends, dude. And she's been a big supporter of the podcast and a big supporter of my uh, YouTube music, uh, the Halu Halu music. Um let me see. Let me pull up her info here. Um, let me see. Where is she? 
Here we go. Um, her name is Carrie. Um, she goes on, on the Twitter handle called, uh, I believe it's Crime in Claws. And I don't know how we became friends on Twitter, but like um, I'll post something and she actually listens to our podcast, bro. She's like, oh, whose cat was that? And I'm like, yo, you listened to that far in. Do you guys remember last episode? <laughs> I believe it was Tim's That's cat, my right? Cat. <laughs> oh, was it yeah, your cat? It was my oh, cat. Yeah, okay. Yeah, and she was You're like, she's like, some more Bella on this episode. <laughs> she was, she was like, oh, yo, you guys got a cat, and I was like, wow, you actually listened in, cause that was like a good hour to twenty minutes in, bro. Yeah. <laughs> so she that listened that far, far bro. It. I thought it was really cool. So big ups to um to Carrie, and she also has a YouTube channel, guys. Now, um, she's oh, cool. uh, yeah, she does. Her YouTube is, is really, really cool. So she'll do like manucuring, uh, manucuring. She'll do like nails and stuff, but she tells a oh, story. Cool. She tells a story oh, while okay. she's doing it. And I really, really enjoy it, man. Like I'll listen to her stories. So, and they're like spooky stories, dude. I'm like, ooh, true oh. stories. Yeah. About crime and stuff. So you guys should go check that out. I'll leave her information in the show notes. Um, but but yeah, she's uh I, I think she's very awesome to be able to support us like that, to actually listen to our podcast and listen hey, thanks, and, and watch thanks my Thanks for listening, Carrie. Yeah, dude, for real. Thank you. So I'm surprised uh, anybody listens to us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We got a few listeners, believe it or not, bro. We so, do, we do. I yeah. listen back and I'm like, wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, He's having fun. We're, we're very immature. I was I was listening to us too. I was like, wow, we're just also immature, bro. It's the only way to be. I blame Corey. Mature yeah. is mature is boring, bro. Mature is very boring, bro. I like doing naughties. Yeah. yeah, so um I'll leave her information in the show notes. You know, please check out my homie, um, Claus by Carrie. Um, she talks, uh, uh, she'll show you how to do manicures and she'll also tell you a cool story while you're watching it. I like to put it on and listen to it in the background because I, I like cool stories. So I like nice. to listen to it while I'm working, cool. especially like Everybody updating like a good story. Yeah. Um, so why don't we get into some music news? You guys want to do that? Yeah. I do it. Okay. So universal do, do music. Morty. Universal Music Group is at it again, bruh. They're like monopolizing, they're monopolizing the whole just workforce, bruh. They are building their own hotels. What? (laughs) Did you hear me? (laughs) Say it again, Herman. They are building their own hotels, bruh. They are building hotels. Okay, so they want to give the user experience like... They're going to set it up with, uh, like, a music-based uh, experience, right? And they're going to have their own in-house music. So anybody assigned to their label, to the Universal Music Group, <sighs> they're going to be playing live in there. You know what I mean? Or it's going to be that type it. of theme. Oh, yeah. We, we called yeah. it. It's not quite the same. It's not Spotify exclusive artists, but, like... Yes. It's pretty close yes. to the same thing there. Dude, I, I think, I mean, I wouldn't mind. I'm a big music head, boss, so I wouldn't mind staying there. You know what I mean? Like, I, I mean, would, that sounds dope. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I like music, and, and they're going to have venues there, too. So they're going to host their own venues with, I'm pretty sure, with their own artists. Um, 
But I, 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 I think that's a, that's a good move by Universal Music Group. You know what I mean? Just, just to dominate that hotel industry. You know, why not? Everyone else is doing it. I can't, I'm expecting Amazon why to do not? the same thing too. You know, go to Amazon, Amazon yeah. Hotel. You could drop off your stuff out here. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. And then again, I got Spotify on the radar. Here we go. Oh boy. No. Spotify, listen, I'm not taking shots at you, brother. I am not taking shots at Yo, you. Spotify, you, we cool now. You just, yeah, we cool, bro, but you keep popping up on my news. <laughs> so here we nah, go. No, we cool now, Spotify. I almost got 10K. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yo, you, oh, you're leaving me. You're leaving me. Okay, so, so Spotify may be in trouble with the UK government. Oh, boy. Ooh. Oh, boy. Here we go. Um, I'm going to read this to you. The economics of music streaming inquiry. So basically, what does that mean? That means Brit- mm. and Britain is being like, hmm, how are you making so much money? <laughs> just like the- hmm. How are you making so much money and the artists aren't being paid nothing? And the artists are being paid so small. So what the UK government is doing, they want to reevaluate, reevaluate their, their structure and their business model in streaming. And they want to make it fair across the board. So basically, they're they're like, okay, well, how can we come to a happy median to make it to make it more fair for the artists? Because the artists are the ones pushing the music, yet you're benefiting off of their hard work. Why is that? And I love that the UK government is doing that because that is going to set the tone for other governments. You know what yeah, I mean? Bro. They're going to start looking into that. So I think it's pretty awesome. And I want to read this to you. So the economics of music streaming inquiry um, to be undertaken by the British government's digital culture, media and sports. So DCMS committee will analyze business models operated by streaming firms like Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon Music and Google Play. You know, the YouTube music. Um, uh, and, and this is a quote from uh, Julian Knight. She said, and this is one of the committee, uh, one of the committee chairman people. She said, while streaming is a growing and important part of the music industry, contributing billions to global wealth, its success cannot yeah. come at the expense of talented and lesser known artists. I'm going to say that again. It cannot yes. come at the expense of talented and lesser known artists. I consider myself a lesser known artist. Oh. You know what I mean? Hallelujah. Yeah. So for them, for them to even looking at this now, now check this out too. Uh, and this is another quote. Most creators cannot make a living from streaming. It simply no. does not. It simply does not pay enough, and millions of pounds, which is the the their equivalent, the dollar, not equivalent, but that's what in UK they call dollars, pounds, currency. right? Currency enough, and millions of pounds each year is not properly allocated due to poor data. So what does that mean? Properly allocated. So Spotify, what are you doing with our money? Taking it. Where is that money? Same going? thing everybody I does, man. You. They steal it. Yeah. Exactly. Yep. Exactly. And how come? And how come? If I don't claim my funds, you're gonna give it to somebody who's already richer than me. Because we why as don't people just... don't come together and demand what is ours. That's why we do Boom. it with everything and in life. Exactly. We do it in politics. Boom. We let all these politicians decide what we do every single day. 
and we allow all these conglomerates and companies to decide what we get, when we get, and all this stuff because we're lazy and we just don't know any better. And it's freaking frustrating. And everyone thinks that Spotify is doing so good for them. Oh, Spotify, they love me. They're doing this for me. They're doing that for me. Oh, and then they they send something shiny to us. Oh, look, now you can use brand recognition program that we have. I don't know if you saw that, but you can actually put a banner up like on like like a like an ad banner on 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 Spotify and shoot it out to other people like videos. You know what I mean? And nice. and yeah. So so while that is happening and you're thinking they're doing great things, they're over here freaking skimming the top. Like how is that okay skimming for these the top, How is they're it okay for the these the for these streaming the companies the to be over here taking our money? How is that okay for them to only be paying us 0.0004 cents? Now, Apple Music, I love you. It's Thank not. you for paying us like, like triple that. Like, even though it's not enough, man, it's still much better than 0.0004 cents. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yes. So, like, I, 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 I'm, I think that well, needs I, to change I, too. I mean, you said thank you. I still think that there needs to be a change there as well. Does it? Does oh, anywhere? You know, it's yeah. three times better. Does anywhere show? Like does anywhere show? I'm sure you could find it. But what's Spotify's profit margin? Like, what you know? What are they? Is their profit margin three percent, six percent? You know, fifteen percent? I don't. You know, is it? It's probably like more like nine hundred percent, bro. You know what I mean? I mean, we're making point zero zero four. It's yeah. It's just a so weird thing because sometimes you look at things like nine. Um, yeah, sometimes nine nine so six. In, in quarter <laughs> in quarter four, the the Spotify's um, gross margin was twenty six point nine percent. Okay, that's disgusting. Yeah. Yeah. Twenty twenty six point nine percent. That is quarter gross three misuse. Of quarter trust. three was twenty six point five, and this is what I'm telling you guys. We're over here giving them our money, and they don't pay us. That's criminal. You know what I mean? It's just because think uh, it, the the whole dynamic is messed up because you know think of back in the let's say nineties or I don't maybe even early two thousands I, I don't recall but. If you were, you couldn't be it. There was no such thing as really home artist, man. The only way you could be a home artist is if you had some sort of really expensive setup and you made your little demo tapes and you walked around handing them out. That that was the only way you can get your your stuff out there. And then put little posters up and hand out mixtapes. Exactly. So with the with the um, invention of of DAWs and and Spotify and stuff like that, people like me can actually release music who lose money right. on every single song and i you know right and are, and are doing it for <laughs> for my own reasons you know what i mean so it's 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 just this weird dynamic where we need them we need them dude you know honestly yeah, we're relying on them yeah we're reliant on them otherwise it, we would just be doing things and listening to, to ourselves on whatever you know so it's just right yeah it's a it's a re- weird messed up thing where they learn to exploit what is needed, which is, which happens, which happens in every capitalistic, you know, society. It's kind of like with everything. It just, it it is what it is that way. And, and I'm not, I'm not a socialist or I don't want to get political or anything, but I, I, you know, I think, I think, you know, I don't know what the best form of society like that is, but I know you should compete for things. I think when you have competition, it makes everything better, but yeah. You know, there is a point where it's kind of ridiculous, and yeah. and you should and be kind of like given 
Because if without artists, there is no Spotify. That's, that's the bottom line. Right. Exactly. And that has been my whole gripe the entire time. It's the chicken like, and egg thing, man. Because without Spotify, is. there is no, or there is no, without Spotify, all you're getting is Miley Cyrus's. No disrespect to Miley Cyrus. But without that, that's For all sure. you're getting, dude. You know? For sure. But what's happening yeah. is it's, it's just so, like, we upload music all the time. Music is being uploaded right now. And I think in a week they time, are, yeah. they said they get like a few hundred thousand uploads. Right. And, and mm-hmm. that is crazy to handle. So when all that is happening, they're taking all those licensings and, and whatever profit they get, they get that. They, they get so much of it, but yet they give back. But however, whatever the, the deals that they cut with these big major labels like Universal Music Group or, or Warner Music Group, you know what I mean? Um, the, those guys like that, they cut these deals and then it makes them rich. Those executives rich. You know what I mean? And then yep. they're they're exactly, taking dude. they're taking up the space that artists like me, Tim, uh Cygnus and, and, and Corby's band, artists like us trying we're trying to fight for some space, but yet we got the guys monopolizing it with money over here because money talks, you know. Yep. So we need to revamp this music industry. Now I'm a firm believer that us as artists and independent labels, we can actually do it. Like we can Make do that. Waves. Yeah, we can do it. You know, where I mean, there's so, a will, there's a way. You know. Yeah. Oh, for sure. I mean, it could be it could be done. Um, if any, if nobody's ever seen, and I don't want to just like act like I sit around watching documentaries all day because I don't. But if anybody's ever seen the Prince documentary, I mean, that dude was literally the birth of the small artist. The best. <laughs> no, he was the birth of the small yeah. artist, man. Because when he when he told his label to when he gave his label the finger and decided to do everything on his own, all his own booking, all his own tour stuff, every all his own music, he that he, killed the industry it, too. Well, it killed that. Yeah, I, I don't want to yeah, misquote he was worth millions. Yeah, I don't want to misquote numbers, but like when he was with a label, let's say he would sell, you know, I don't know, uh, twenty million records or something, right? But when he went on his own, he would sell, let's say, five million. But he was getting. Like ninety percent more profit off those five million records than he was off of getting off of selling the twenty million records. And I'm throwing right. those numbers out there; they're yeah. not accurate. For I don't sure. remember For what sure. they were, but that that's the gist of the whole thing. And he would he would um, his shows would still sell. Uh, he would book his own shows, and he might um, have less people, but he was taking the lion's share of the profit with those smaller right. shows because he wasn't having to pay. There, the, he wasn't getting robbed. That's bottom line. He wasn't yeah. getting yeah. robbed, man. He right. wasn't and he, paying and, out and, a whole bunch of his own and, money to people. And if you guys don't know, Prince, we having these DAWs and all this home music stuff, it all boils down to that. Yeah. yeah. Realistically. Yeah. I mean, there was a lot, obviously a lot more stuff going on. But what I'm saying is is he's pretty much the granddaddy of that. you got to give yeah, that dude some. he's the pathfinder of it. Yeah, you guys got to get, get If anybody hasn't seen that, go watch that. That, that, was, that was eye-opening, yeah. man. For sure. And here's Love the thing, Prince. man. We don't, like, literally, literally, you don't need record labels. Like, I, I have my record label um, so I can help other artists, you know. And I, I don't make a lot from the artists at all. In fact, I don't really make nothing from the artists. Everything's, everything that comes in is from music production or, or stuff that we sell. You know what I mean? So it's, like, it's, it's, it's one of those things where you don't need it. Like, Gary can go get his own little distributor. He can go do that. 
You know what I mean? He, I actually did that before before I signed. You know, you know, you could do all that, but I mean, it's just it's easier to link up with other people that know your struggle. You know, and, and, and in fact, I'm one of those labels, dude. Nobody has to pay to be on the label. Most independent labels, you gotta pay like like a due e- each year, like fifty dollars or or whatever each year to be on the label, and then they do. And the I exact- know dudes that pay their label like five hundred bucks a month. Jeez. I've never given a single dollar to Rooted Kingdom. No. I, I'm not like, oh, here's here's my fees for the month, bro. It's not a thing. <laughs> no, yeah, but yeah, that's it's 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 crazy. I I talk to other labels and I'm like, man, so. How are you guys bringing in your profits? You know, and they're happy to talk about it. Like, oh, they pay us this amount. And I just, I never really wanted to do that. Like, I mean, yeah, I could probably be a lot further in in the label. I really could. But I just, I I don't want to take, I don't want to take Gary's money. Like, it's hard earned, you know. It's um, the artist. I couldn't even, if he charged that, Cygnus wouldn't exist right now, as you know me. You know? Yeah. I would, uh. Still just be out there making songs and hoping people would hear them. <laughs> right. But yeah, man. Um, so it, it's just crazy to see, like, in fact, they were talking about these, uh, this blog. I forgot what the blog was. I should have saved it. But they were talking about it. If Drake was to ever go independent, he would just crumble, crumble the music industry executives and we wouldn't need them no more. And that's the thing. You oh, don't- God, I wish you'd do it. Yeah, we don't we don't need them. You know what I mean? They're they're they have their own little clique of people that they only hire within. Like they would never hire me to be their producer. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, it's they just, would never do that. It's the same. It's the same exact mob mentality. They have the same. They whether right. it's they they I don't know I don't know if it was born out of the mob or whatever. And I'm using that as an example, but it's the same exact thing as a Harvey Weinstein thing, where you're not getting a music pic- yeah. a motion picture unless you sleep with me. It's that's right. bottom line. Yeah. So, and that's the same thing. They all Monopoly. they all do, man. Like you, you, it's the devil's game. You are not you are not going to be successful unless I own you. And that's right. That's yep. that's all there is to it. And it's it's disgusting. And it's but it's it's human nature, you know. People are always mm-hmm. trying to get ahead and screw other people over for their own benefit. Yeah. Right. Always happened. Always probably will. It always probably will. Yeah. Yeah, it's unfortunate. And that's, that's one thing that I do on, on our label is, you know, I, I make sure we're all winning. Like, if we're, if we're all going to be struggling, we're all going to be struggling. You know what I mean? I'm not going to make more money than anybody else on the label. I just, you know what I mean? It's... We're we're all gonna we're all gonna come up together like we're all in it together, you know what I mean? This is this is a family thing, you know. And I'm not gonna be I'm not gonna be skimming money from the top, you know. Any money that we do make, it goes right back into the label, goes back into branding, and then we can turn that profit, you know. So, that's awesome, I mean man. that's that's what we do, man. I mean I, I would never take keep it honest. I, I could never I could never imagine taking from you Corb or from Gary dude like like or Lil Luz I can never imagine doing that you know what I mean I can like, never see you doing it either and just sk- I would just, just feel like scamming and just yeah yeah so I, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't do that you know and like oftentimes I see that happening and and that goes back to that one uh label that that tried to hit us up, Corb. If you remember, we talked about it last episode. But they're oh, like, yeah, give, dude, I forgot about them. Yeah, like give me 
Give like me like five hundred bucks. Wanted, what would they want? It was something like five thousand. Like, what I don't the know. heck? Yeah, I think it was five thousand. It was so weird because because we we agreed to like five hundred and because that would be two fifty for you and two fifty for me. And we're like, okay, well that's that's about the going rate. And we didn't really know much at the time about about the the music biz and the industry. But now that we know, dude, I know what I do want to do and don't want to do. I don't want to be that guy. I don't want to be that dude that is profiting over people when I probably should to make, I mean, because it's a business, right? I probably should, but I just feel like that ain't the right business model for me. Like, dude, I'd I can't believe you. Have... Yeah, I can't believe you remember that. I completely. We had a. What we, we, we yeah. didn't we have like a like a linked call in for like an hour with that dude or something. It was all weird. And yeah. I, I'm. I, yeah. I must block out all the BS in my life. I, I I can't believe you remember that. I forgot about that. You got to. Well, you did. You literally got to. That was so. so weird. Well, you didn't know that it was October. What's that, Tim? Well, you didn't know that it was October, so we don't. <laughs> yeah, true that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a, and one thing I want to tell the artists too, man. There's so many scammers out there, bro. There's so many scammers out there trying to take your trying to take your music. In fact, Gary had one not too long ago, <laughs> some fake radio station, and he tried to get me too. So, um, Did he? oh, so he texted me, he DM me, he was like, hey, um, here's my radio station. Are you an artist? And I already knew where it was going. I was like, I was like, yeah. He goes, hey, give me MP3s. I go, oh, yeah? Well, what's your, what's your radio station so I can verify you? I go, by the way, I own a record label. Never heard from him. <laughs> just just bounced. But I don't understand. You know what I mean? what does he want? He said almost exactly the same thing. What does he want with yeah. the MP3s? Trying to get songs, dude. But what, for what purpose? I don't understand. Because they want to take their music and they want to use your music to create their own. So, oh, so nah, when uh. they, yeah, yes, that's what they do because yeah, I can literally take your music, Corby. Every time you send me the, your files, so I can I can sound, I can listen to your music and give you my feedback. I can go behind your back, literally, and break down every instrument and just take what I want from it and give Change it back it. to you, and then I could play it, and you would never know it's your melody, ever know. But you have to play it yourself, you, right? Like you can't take the like stuff from the MP3 and just like copy it over. No, I, I could I could take it. Whatever you could take the entire song. I can I can take that yeah. entire song and I can mix it. I can add my own plugins. I could bounce it, record it, bounce it, bounce it again, record it, bounce it again, and it'll be a totally different thing. But hey, and I just got a free melody and you won't even know it. So yep. so I want you to you Yo, guys I in- blew him up. Yeah. As soon as I saw and recognized, I told the whole world and got like a Twitter train on that guy. He got blocked by like 200 people. <laughs> right. So I want to I want to bring this to a point, right? If you listen to that song that I wrote, um, "Have Faith," right? It, the, the the reggae song "Have Faith," and then go back and listen to "Have Faith" EDM mix, right? Those melodies is basically from the bass line. So I created the EDM mix from the baseline. So if I didn't have if I didn't have the the lyrics in that song, you would never ever ever know that that song was created from the foundations of the baseline's melody. Hmm. And 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 I just you guys you could see what we can do as engineers. I could take your stuff. So be careful who you send your music to. 
make sure make sure you know it's a trusted it's a trusted site so for example if you was to go to my my website www.rudekinnon.com and you want to you want to submit your music to um uh beyond the mix podcast so we can listen to it it you can actually submit it if you look at the top i have a lock up there I have a lock up there. Ain't nobody going to take it. And honestly, when you send it in, I delete the whole file when you are done. I don't keep it. I don't keep nothing. It is nowhere to be found. And I put a little disclaimer on there. I get your permission first to exploit your copyrights because mm-hmm. that is exactly what I'm doing. I am exploiting your copyrights by playing it, by re-recording it. Even if I was to put it in my DAW and bounce it for this podcast show. It is still an explosion of your copyrights. It is still being recorded and played. So make sure you guys know those rules, know those laws. Like, they can't be doing that to you. So mm. make sure before you send your music to anyone, ask around. Heck, ask me, and I'll look it up for you. So be careful where you send your music to. It definitely can be a tricky thing as a new artist, too, because you're putting some things out there and people are like, DMing you and coming at you, and yeah. you're like, I don't know, man. I, there's, yeah. Everybody's saying they want to collab or do this, and you're like, who is this person? Or you know, right? So it's a lot that can be coming at you, and definitely educate yourself with, or make sure you take the time to research people and, and look them up and stuff like that. Dude, that that is uh, that is good advice, Tim. He said, take your time to research that people. So there's a lot of fake labels out there, guys. If you didn't know. There's a lot of fake labels out there. How do you spot a fake one? If you Google them and they don't have an actual website, they're probably fake. They're more than likely fake. You know, if yeah, this if, guy didn't even actually have a radio station. No. It, his station was named after a real station, but it was spelled wrong and slightly different. Right. Exactly. I was like, huh. I, you know, you I caught it, dude. You and I, Herm, we worked in the prison. For, I don't know if, right. if everybody knows there. You put that out there, but we worked in the prison system for. I did fifteen years. Would you? Yes, I think somewhere around 14, the same. 15. Anyways, yeah. I've always thought listening to all their stories and then listening to the stories now. I've always thought it was more work trying to scam something than it is just doing it yourself. Like that sounds right. Like a lot of freaking work, right. dude. You know? Yeah, I no mean, doubt. Some of these dudes though get rich, but like something like that. Like, you're going to steal my music and then, what, try as hard as I do to get notice? Right. You know? Yeah. Like, if if Jay-Z stole my song, I'd get it because Jay-Z can be like, all right, here we go. I, think, <laughs> I mean, it's I think different. But like, <laughs> it's different when it's like a major yeah. studio that already has, like, that already has the backing to push stuff and make something instantly popular. But I'm just talking about, like, some Joe Schmo who's trying to you know steal a bunch of stuff to make his own thing it sounds just it sounds easier just to find somebody to pay somebody like 50 bucks to make right. a you know baseline and then do some stuff you're you know what i'm saying it just sounds stressful and hard to do all that yeah. to me it does anyway well, just, I don't know. you know and, and that goes back to that one dude corb that was that that tried to sell the yamaha as a strat <laughs> dude, it took a how much lot work? of work to it took a lot of work man yeah this one's saying because like, remember just sell we, the damn Yamaha, dude. Somebody wants a Yamaha, you just sell the Yamaha. It. Yeah. And then we had to buy the pickups, and then we had to solder it. Yeah. And then and you then you thought it, you, you thought it was just a fun DIY project. <laughs> you were yeah. you were like, oh, this is just educational. Let's just have fun, you know. Oh, you poor. Guys. And then all, all of a sudden, he's like, he's like, bruh, bruh, he's trying to sell it as a strat. <laughs> 
like, what? <laughs> yeah. And, and I just, I oh. thought it was, and there's a lot of scammers out there, guys. So if you're new to the music game, I don't know why musicians do it, but I guess there's bad people in every, every job field. Um, I do my best and I pride myself on doing a really good job and just being an honest person, you know what I mean? But, you know, I'll get a lot of people that try to scam me. I'm like, bro, listen, I, I, I've been around for a little bit. I know this scam. <laughs> so, yeah. you know, you know, and I'm just yeah. like, come on, guys. And that goes to the same thing with like these, uh, um, what's it called? These, these little companies that try to get you to sign with them. You know what I mean? Like, um, Hey, if you, if you sign with me, I'll promote your song this many times. I'm like, okay, so what is the, and then I'll go look on their Instagram page. They got like, they got like a (laughs) hundred followers, (laughs) maybe three (laughs) likes. I'm like, how are you, how are you going to get me? How are you going to help me? Yeah, exactly. So, I just, I don't get it. My like, account crushes your account. Right. You're going to help my account. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Just like Corby said, just do everything yourself, man. I mean, look at Tim. Look at Sunrays, man. Crap, man. This this guy, he's already blown up. He's already dominating the, the independent scene in reggae. And how long have you been out, Tim? Not even a year? Yeah, not a year since May. So Dominating, dude. Killing, dude. It. killing it, dude. And during this covid times bro where you yeah where everything's all weird and jacked up it right. definitely it definitely is a wild time for music i think it's it's probably even more competitive than it ever was just because like right. everybody's creating you know they have a little extra time they're working from home well they're having to just, hustle man to they have exactly to find everybody's some trying to, to find make yep. ends bro it's crazy yep. yeah so I'm i'm trying to figure it all out too you know i started and then this all happened and i'm you know so it's it's definitely a little trickier to make money when you can't like go around as much and, and you do know, things like that, you know. That brings me to a little question. I know we're reaching about two hours on our on our cast here, but what's your plans, Tim, for like when everything comes back to normal? Are you gonna like get yourself a little band and and start like playing live and stuff? Is that your goal or Yeah, I think that's that's definitely probably a next step thing. I think I know that if I wanna keep pushing and getting more exposure, I definitely have to hit the live scene, and that's definitely right. a, a goal a goal of mine. We, pretty soon in Georgia, we can do that now. You know what I mean? Oh, okay. There's nothing really. There's nothing really holding me back oh, other man, I than need to move to Georgia, bro. Yeah, no, it's, be careful, man. <laughs> oh, Georgia's dope. California's just yes. locked down, man. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it's just one of those things. I do plan on getting out there and you know getting into the band. I think the Instagram thing has helped. With I have more resources of maybe people I could play with now and things like that. So have you ever played yeah. live? I used to a little bit when I just did some guitar stuff here in Atlanta, but nothing, nothing like really getting into the scene. It was more like just open mics and little things every once in a while. So and were Still you something? Man. Yeah, that is. Were you yeah. covering or was it your own stuff? Uh, like sometimes I'd go in with three, three or four songs, and I'd be like two of mine two covers or three of mine and a cover and i've always played it uh i've done some weddings and stuff like that and blah 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 so you know i've always been playing over the last 10 years um but then started the production and that's when it really kind of took off wow that's cool man honestly honestly tim my advice to you is not to get a band but to hire musicians Mm -hmm. okay Uh, because your pro your project your solo project it's like 
you know, like you're, you got everything you need there. If you bring more elements into it, there are going to be changes to your art. Yeah, you know for what sure. I mean? Like just yeah. hire some musicians, bro. There are people out there you know, like drummer for hundred bucks a night. You know, that's a, yep. that's a weird, fun kind of topic. I don't know if we want to get on it now or, or maybe save that for let's, another let's, one. Let's do it. You let's know, do well, it. because like, do I, it. you know, Gary, you think that way. And I actually think the other way, like I, 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 I have a couple uh, people that I know that are like have projects in in um, getting hiring people to kind of and my well from what I see hiring people is can be tr- can be um, sporadic and you know like um, flaky you know and then I don't know they're like you're hiring people and giving them what like a like a hundred bucks a gig or fifty bucks a gig or right. something like that and. expensive well i mean i don't know i just for me as a personal thing and it's all a personal choice dude so there's no right or wrong way to do it but i i like to have collaboration and i don't like to do everything by myself that's just me because i feel like i don't know what's like always best so if something sucks i want somebody to tell me it sucks i don't want to just do something thinking it's good and then it actually sucks even though everything you do regardless of if you have a band or not is not going to be good nobody's not everybody's gonna like everything you do regardless but i I, i'm the i'm in the mind frame where i like i like collaboration and input stuff and 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 like and kind of because i've had like you've had bad you've had bad a bad taste in your mouth dude for real, and I could yeah, see yeah. I could see how that would go, would go like, both ways. I only told you guys about one band. I've been in about six different bands where there was real sad, sour taste. Okay, left. so you're yeah. just like I want to hire somebody, have my own vision, and then they can yeah, go on their yeah. own way and not bother me afterwards. I I can see how that would be appealing. Exactly, that makes, yeah. that makes sense. Yeah, that but does you make a lot of sense. Some of that profit, though, you know what I mean. You well, the only yeah, person that yeah. I would hire if I was doing it, I'd probably hire a sound guy like myself. Uh, www. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta have a sound guy, this man. Episode sponsored by. Yeah, you gotta hire a, a sound guy, dude. <laughs> yeah. If you're going on a, like a yeah. like a real tour, yeah. That's technical stuff. Yeah, for real. It, it, either hire a sound guy or learn how to be a sound guy. Nah. A sound guy. <laughs> And like learning how to be a sound guy is a whole nother thing you're going to have to master then. Yeah. Which honestly, being a musician nowadays, you have to wear so many hats already. And you I, know, I've got like 15 hats. I, I, think, <laughs> I think I think something that, that we could help out there is just like, yeah, we do wear a lot of hats. But one thing that has helped me to grow my brand is to really focus on one thing. You know, to really stay focused, like, I love personal training. I really do. I love it. And I try to incorporate personal training into my music business. Well, one is going to fail where the other one is going to incline. And so I'm trying to make personal training more as a hobby, right? It's just a quick buck that I can make and just really focus on my music career because then I can focus on that brand, and just grow from there. Like I find the lane that I like, and I finally figured out what I like to do. You know what I mean? So I, I, I do think. What you love. Yeah, you gotta do what you love, man, and, and try to stay focused and on topic of of what you're doing. So no, have that focal point. You know what I mean? Like, like I love weightlifting. I love it. I love I love being a personal trainer. I love being with my clients. 
but you know i see my music production company as more of a career than i really do my personal training because that is my getaway from music mm-hmm. when others are vice versa so i love being in the gym that is one thing that i love and if i turn it into a job i'm gonna hate it you know what i mean like i don't hate music that production but there's so much to do in music production and along with running a business Mm-hmm. So it keeps me pretty busy. Definitely. You know what I mean? So no, he's constantly busy. <laughs> His guy is. Yeah. I I wonder if he sleeps sometimes. I get up early. Like I he get wakes up, like up at 30. like four. Bro, I'm no, so no, I'm no. so angry. I got to get up at, for work when I when I work. I have to get up at four a.m. and I'm I'm like angry about that. And this fool is like, "Good morning, brother. Have a great day." All cheery and shit <laughs> at, like, at four. In the, sorry, I just cursed at four in the morning, and I'm just like, it, it's cool though. It, like it makes it makes me smile. But I'm like, this this fool is it like sets the tone for your day. Well, this fool is up like on purpose. You know, like yeah, he did that. Purpose. He did it on purpose. I, like I, I don't want to be up at four in the morning. Working. Yeah. yeah he's jiving. He's like coffee. Do yeah. do do. I'm like yo. <laughs> I'm like, why are you up on purpose, dude? Go to bed. <laughs> I don't know. I, I I really enjoy music. You know. Um. So music and muscles is my passion, bro. That's like music one thing. Music and muscles. Music and muscles <laughs> is my passion. Did you hear me? Music and muscles. Oh, wait. <laughs> you should write a song about that. Ooh, I know. That, <laughs> that might come out a little bit creepy, though. Yeah, for yeah. Real. <laughs> it depends on your time. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, it really oh, it really helped me to grow as, as a musician to focus on one thing because... Um, and then I was writing too, so I was trying to focus on music, my writing career, and you know my my fitness career. And really, in in personal training, you a know, a lot of hats. Yeah, it's a lot of hats, dude. I already have a lot of hats in music, but I had to figure out what lane I wanted to be in. So I was like, you know, what? I'm just gonna go to music because this is something that I really want to do. Because a, I get to work by myself, and that's one thing that I yeah. love being a music producer. I work alone. I don't, I mean, granted, I still got people, people I got to answer to, you know, like clients and stuff like that. But for the most part, I work by myself. I don't have anybody harping over me. You know what I mean? nothing better than that, man. Nothing better than that, dude. Just my own, my own entity, you know, um... So I do enjoy that. Um, don't get me wrong, in shape. I can't wait to come back to work, <laughs> and I, I do miss you guys. I, <laughs> I do want to come back to in shape. It's just you know, being a personal trainer is cool because uh, you basically write your own schedule. You know what I mean? Like I, w- I remember I would go to my client for like an hour and come back. I'm like, dang, they paid me to go to the gym, bro, to hang out. <laughs> just like. Dude, it's beer money. You know, not that I drink, but it's 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 like <laughs> it's money. You know, like dude, this is it's cool. throwaway funds. Yeah, yeah, disposable income. Yeah, so good disposable income. For sure, man. And and plus the the vibes is the vibes at the gym reminds me a lot of music, man. Because a you got music playing at the gym, 
So what better way for me to 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 market my music than at the gym? <laughs> True. Uh, that's you, a good you point. Could just be listening to be on yeah. the mix, be on the yeah. mix. <laughs> like, hey guys, hey, I tell my clients, hey dude, you know I'm actually a music producer. Check out my music, and they're like, oh, I love it. I just got me a, cl- I just got me like a fan, you know, because and that's one thing yeah. with with music, um, you know, you really gotta be. You got to get fans. You got to get lists turned from curious people to listeners, listeners to fans, fans to super fans. Mm-hmm. Now, I only super have Very I only have like a handful of super fans. But those handful of super fans is what keeps this uh this Halo Halo brand, Rooted Kingdom brand alive, man. And I just wanted to thank each and every one of my fans out there, Bob, because, you know, I love you guys. You guys are, are great. Thank you for watching my YouTube channel and listening to my music. So, ding. <laughs> ding. <laughs> Did you hear me? <laughs> Did you hear me? <laughs> but anyway, oh. anyway, guys, I, I think we should probably end it here unless you guys want to talk about mm-hmm. something else. Yeah, I got a balance. Can I- all right, guys. Bounce time. Can I throw um, one in real quick? Just like five yeah. seconds? Oh, hell yeah. Um, no, on, so uh, no. a reggae artist out of North Carolina named Snugget Loose. He's kind of an up-and-coming guy. He's, he's really good. He's been in the music business for a long time. He put together a pretty big album he's releasing October 30th called Somewhere Else. And I luckily was featured on it in a song called nice. uh, Follow Your Heart. So that'll be kind of cool to, to get out there in between my releases. On this CD is Kyle Rising from Sensi Trails are on this album and, and a couple other decent oh, like names. So, so I think it's a good opportunity, and I was happy to be a part of that album. His name's Snug It Loose? Snug It Loose, yeah. Okay, I'm following right now. Cool. <laughs> and there's another, there's another guy I met along the way. You know, another good thing about Instagram, I'm not a huge social media person, but the connections I have made have been really good guy out of south florida named jack hinson he's he's pretty big he's got about ten thousand followers on instagram but him and Mm. i have kind of become you know good buddies chatting every day and stuff like that he just dropped a single uh called journey within which is really really good i would advise people to check that that out it's very stick figure inspired and he's got a lot of other jams too jack hinson h-i-n-s-o-n but he's really good he's up and coming he's really good oh jack hinson music Yep. Okay, I'm following him too. Yeah, he's, um, he's solid. So, hey, Tim, so when we're done with this podcast, I want to hit you up and, and get the information so I can put that song that you were featured in in the show notes so, so people can just, like, you know, like a marketing funnel can go to okay. Snug It Loose or something. or Okay. And, and then just kind of get that there. Sounds good. Um, yeah, get them tagged. But, yeah, guys, um... Hey, my my co-host, my co-workers, whatever you want to call yourselves, guys, thank you for for doing this podcast with me. To all the listeners out there, guys, thank you for listening to our podcast. If you are a new musician and you need help, dude, any one of us will be happy to help you because we all come from humble beginnings mm-hmm. and remember what it's like to struggle. And we are still struggling, right? So let's struggle together. We can just help you not to struggle as much as we did. <laughs> so. Yep. Give you the advice. Save you years. Crap. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks again uh, for having me on, guys. Much appreciated. Yeah, take care. Take care, y'all. All All right, see you. All right, guys. See you next time. Be on the mix.